0: It's complete fake. There's a YouTube. There's a channel. There's a video on my channel. Just search D I T R H Stonehenge fraud, um, and I'll show you the I'll show you the actual video of it being constructed in the 1950s.
1: Okay, guys, welcome back to the Grand America Show. Uh, we're gonna be chatting with David Weiss a little bit later. The much-anticipated Flat Earth show is here. We do have a little housekeeping to do with said Flat Earth show that we'll take care of in the intro. It did sort of take off like a rocket on the YouTubes. We got over 100 comments already, most of them calling me a shell Troll haven. Yeah, and uh, he did come with this weird army of trolls behind him. It was a weird show, I got to say. But uh, here it is, episode 336. You know what? We should have waited for 360. <laughs>
2: That's a good one. We <laughs> yeah. should have waited for Can you so, just change it to 360? Yeah. Just...
1: Without further ado, Graham.
2: He doesn't have one for me. Sphere,
1: Monger, and Dunlop. Dunlop. Yeah. How's it going, That's buddy?
2: Right. No, I'm not buying into this.
1: The flat earth?
2: Yeah. No, I'm doing well. It's okay. Yeah. But we did the flat it's earth finally. can't please everybody. And, you know. Well, I think, Yeah the thing is we can at least have these discussions. Like, even though you and I aren't really buying into the flat earth yet, I mean, I'm not ready for it as a conspiracy. I'm not ready for the reality of it, but we have a good chat with them about it and we can discuss these things. You know, there's nothing wrong with being able to talk about it. Like, even if we don't fully believe, right.
1: That's right. Uh, yeah, I guess, I don't know. The whole thing weirded me out to be perfectly honest, but we did it. We did the show Dave seems nice enough. He was a little snappy at times. All in all, it was... Well, if you business.
2: would have used your adult brain, Darren. If I would have just used,
1: have... Oh, that's what I was supposed to call you. Adult brain Dunlop. I forgot. I can't get the <laughs> soundboard to turn on, and this charge cord you gave me is no it just,
2: good. I just got it working, so...
1: Really? Yeah.
2: I had to unplug and replug everything in, and now it's working, but...
1: Well, it's not working for the iPad.
2: Oh, boy. So we're not going to have any jingles for this intro. That's okay by me. We can do jingle for the fly. It's probably the best episode to do jingle anyways. Why? It's a flat Earth episode.
1: <laughs> There's no jingles <laughs> in the flat Earth. Yeah. Can you just? It's the quietest
2: episode it. too. How am I supposed to fix it?
1: I don't know. Fix it. We need more chords. It's not. Doesn't work for my phone either. Let me
2: see if it works for mine. No. This is Dude, are we playing
1: it. that game? We're that gonna works. see. If it doesn't work on either of the devices that we actually need. Fixed it for my what fucking good is it going to do us if it works He's on your phone? prove that... That it's what? Not, that I... That what? Oh, you bastard. It's not working. Can you please... This is a
2: terrible uh, <laughs> intro already for... Maybe we should just start over.
1: No, we're not starting over. Just unplug the thing. Please? Can you read that? Do you want to start... So, we should mention that we just had this weird... So, we did the live show, and we had this weird, like, infiltration of trolls into the chat room. Like we've never, we've done, I don't know how many live shows we've done now. It's got to be at least closing in on a hundred. I would say like 60 or 70 for sure. Um, and we've never really, we've had the odd problem, like a one of where you get someone come in and, and start being a troublemaker. But I mean, there was, I mean, we should actually got Ryan from Kansas to come on. Cause he's the moderator in the YouTube and I think he had to delete like fucking eight different people that were just coming in and. Just, so what like, were they trolling about though? Nothing really. Just like the one guy just kept posting pictures of pizza. What? Yeah. See, this is so <laughs>
2: weird. So what? Are they following him around?
1: They must be. To discredit or are they the flat, flat earth? earth, or are
2: they following flat earth and discrediting us? Or is it all part of like? Are they just waiting for a flat earth episode to jump in and they're not following him? Yeah, maybe just to, just to stir the shit,
1: right, and well, make
2: it more of a crazy conspiracy
1: than it already is. Well, that was part of it, right? And then there was also the like the added thing too. where we're getting a couple emails from people thinking that we're censoring them on YouTube.
2: No, well, I got one email
1: because I mean, I, I'll block you on YouTube. I'll delete. I'll do. I don't delete comments on YouTube. I delete people, and I don't. That's how it works. And no, you I, think that, I, have, the, you do, I think I have. I think I have the process. I don't know, maybe a dozen. Why? Uh Deep
2: platforming people?
1: Yeah. Yeah, to an extent. I just, if it's like just, if there's no real like value to it, you know, if it's just like it's your just guest is a fucking piece hate, of shit, yeah. you know? And, the, and most of them are about the guests more than they I mean, there's a few about us, but they're mostly about guests. And it's just like, I don't want them to go to their YouTube video and have to see that. And if there's no value added to the conversation, it's just like Graham's a fucking... A bunch of expletives and words we shouldn't have. Then, and I don't think they even know, so they get to keep commenting their hate. And,
2: oh wow, it's yeah. stealthy, yeah. stealthy. I don't eye
1: know to be perfectly honest. I just so don't say mean shit on the YouTube. Seriously, I'll just fucking block you. You can say mean stuff about me, which we'll get to in our little uh, oh yeah social media segment later. I won't. I'm not. It's not like I'm deleting bad comments about me, but I'm not going to let you call the guest names or Graham.
2: Oh, I don't care. Just let them call me names. I
1: mean, you get a little weird, and then you get self-conscious. No, I, I don't. And why, then, how long
2: uh, has it been? I don't even. I don't even pay attention to YouTube comments. I mean, I thought maybe, maybe I should get more involved and respond to people and stuff like that. But I don't know. What do you do? Where do you put your time?
1: YouTube comments. This thing isn't working again. You're the worst, fucking. Tech support. Tech support.
2: Okay, let's okay. get on with the show. Go this on with the This is an audio podcast.
1: Yeah. Oh, you want me to it read no It jingles. Okay.
2: Spam Graham. You're not going to sing it for me? Go ahead. There you go.
1: Sounds <laughs> great.
2: Hey, Graham. I made a comment I thought would be helpful to people on the flat earth with David Weiss video you just posted now and I can't see it. So I'm wondering if it was removed for some reason. If it was, can you please tell me what the reason was? Here's what I wrote why does no one mention Eric Dubé and his work? He's the one that brought out the flat earth research on the internet in 2014 and quickly after the disinfo shill controlled opposition campaign hit with lots of morons, faking FE research and researchers look ridiculous. Then followed by the YT gods, and obviously the YouTube gods, fucking with and deleting his channel. Let's back up now. Go look at his videos for FE Info, although I don't agree with his theories on the sun and moon sizes and distances or non-rotation of the earth. I think ancient Vedic knowledge is more reliable source for that, which puts the sun millions of miles away. The fact that there was this coordinated and organized disinfo campaign against FE so early on, continuing the BS of the Flat Earth Society controlled opposition operation, is clear that is a clear sign that the powers that be want the FE idea idea ridiculed and destroyed. That was the real PSYOP everyone dismisses FE as being. Is David part of this? I don't know. Now, with YouTube censorship of FE, it should be even more evident that they have something big to hide. Also, (coughs) the Earth could be a hybrid of both, with the flat plane inside of a ball shielding firmament firmament with a dome on top as imagined in ancient belief systems that could be flat. The earth could be flat within a ball and still rotate creating night and day while the periodic up and down undulation of the sun along its orbit would cause the change in seasons in Vedic.
1: That's an interesting take actually. So
2: the ball is, is the, the firmament?
1: But I, that still doesn't work with the, that still doesn't work with the, um, that doesn't work with the, what's it called? The like. The procession? No, the like uh, days and nights and, you know. I don't know. Because then it would just go like. It wouldn't work with the time zones, would it? If it was too—it's
2: <laughs> just too much. I can't even imagine that right now. In Vedic astronomy and astrology, the invisible planets Rahu and Ketu, a.k.a. the nodes, are what cause the eclipses, not the moon. As for the controllers of the Earth, I'd say they're a coven of Tibetan Lama sorcerers hanging out underneath Tibet in Shambhala. <laughs> Shambhala. 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 Yeah. Why does that sound weird down to me? Oh, that's awesome! Be Let's G. have some Lama source Tibet Lama sorcerers on the show.
1: Do you know any? That sounds great. No,
2: but imagine that.
1: We just got an email from a shaman or something that wants to come on. Yep.
2: So thanks, Ishmael. So thanks for the uh, email, Ishmael. We we did address this. That uh, you want to talk about this?
1: Well, so what happened is uh, is Dave asked for to be a moderator in the chats. And it, it you know, it weirded me out right away because he asked while we were interviewing him. It's all in the show. He's like, make me a moderator. I'm like, eh. He's like, I just want to post some links. So I'm like, okay, why not? And then, I mean, and I don't want, I don't monitor the chats full time. No, you can't. I don't even look at them. At yes. All. So then I, I just looked over and I happened to notice that he was deleting comments and you know, and there were comments from people that frequent our YouTube. So I couldn't see what the comment was. I didn't have time. There is a button since I own the channel, there is a button I can press to see what the deleted comments. Oh were. really? Okay. Um, I could actually go back and do all that, but I just seen the names. And there are names of people that are watching our live stream every week, you know? So I find it hard to believe that they've said something that's that offensive. You know what I mean? They're not offensive people. There's a couple people that watch our live stream every week that I could see saying something offensive. But they were, uh, like you said, the ones that I did see were just sort of anything arguing the point was just... So I had to remove his moderator because he was deleting comments, unfortunately.
2: Well, that's a good... A good point about what he says about the, like, this is where the psyop up gets confusing for me. Right. Is it really there? Like they're, it is weird that it's being censored. Like why can't people talk about the flat earth? Like if it really is being deplatformed and censored. So I don't know. I can't people discuss it. What are they hiding? Or is it because of Antarctica? Is it because Antarctica is, is is connected to the flat earth and that's where all the secrets are. Like really,
1: well, I'm just going to go into YouTube and stuff
2: about Antarctica and they probably don't want people going there to look for the flat earth. So they're trying to ridicule it.
1: Oh, look, Logan Paul just came out with flat earth to the edge and back official movie. So one of these YouTubers with millions of subscribers went to the edge of the earth, I guess. That's too I don't know. weird.
2: How do how did you pull that up when I was I talking just, about going to the Well, Antarctica. I typed
1: flat earth into YouTube oh and God. it's just like pages and pages and pages of flat earth stuff.
2: Well, he's obviously going to just take the piss out of it totally.
1: A lot of it's uh, it goes back and forth from debunking to bunking.
2: And you know, there's nothing wrong with like there's some really interesting facts ab- about it. I don't, you know, facts. I don't know if they're facts, but it seems like it. all this, all these long flat distances where you're not supposed to be able to see something, like what is going on there? There's some kind of refraction thing or something, something weird is, is going on.
1: Yeah, I would, uh, who knows? I I don't know. I, I like I say, I, I went down that rabbit hole, man, where I was going through all the videos, but it all seems the, 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 the The excuses to explain those like refractions and this and that are easier to buy than some of the arguments on the other side, and and when it's like, I don't know, it's
2: just so big. The conspiracy is so big, you know. It's just so like the whole space, like it just, I don't know. Let's not, let's not, let's keep, let's stop waffling. Oh, you gotta go on.
1: I'm a pro. Days are getting
2: shorter in my flat Earth back.
3: Maybe
2: earthen. it's just a one. It's, it's a it's a one instead of a zero somewhere. It's backwards. Well, fix it. it. I paid four dollars.
1: So let's go to the. Uh,
3: should I go to
1: the comments on that specific episode? Let's let's do it. If you want, yeah, or, yeah.
2: But why don't you why don't you talk about that app first if you want? No.
1: Well, yeah. So I bought the app, the Flat Earth Day Night Season calculating Flat Earth app, and uh, it all made sense right around the solstice. But I know it, or around the equinox, because it's around the equinox right now. But as soon as I went to like June, it had Calgary at like seven hours a day of uh, daylight instead of seven hours a night. Instead yeah. of seven hours a night. I think it's
2: just a mistake in there.
1: Okay. Well, you you got to fix that. That's a huge problem. That that's a huge red flag for me. When your app that says why why but this. is that what it's are
2: you sure you're not looking at it the
1: opposite way? Well, it's pretty hard to do look at it the opposite way because you know how it of, looks light and dark. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I was trying to talk to him about that while we we're on the show, but he didn't want to talk about it. So I mean, that's okay. It was a fun show. I welcome him back anytime. Let me see if I can find. I don't. I've never actually tried to look at specific. Um, Oh, yeah, we got 2,000 views, 110 comments. On average, I think we get 8 to 10 comments on an episode. Okay, let's go to the comments. Don't understand why there's some hate towards this David Weiss guy in the comments. He seems really keen to get out as many facts as possible, and passionate and well-informed on this subject matter. He also made some really interesting points. If anyone was a bit annoying, I'd say the guy on the right was.
3: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Is that you? Yeah. Okay. Because I'm on your right right now. Yeah.
1: Seems Flat Earth has filtered itself down to a few adult con men and blah, blah, blah. I won't repeat the rest of that. Uh, David Weiss should also meet Wolfie. Wolfie is a pilot that fell in love with debunking Flat Earth in the most accurate ways. P.S. I still think Flat Earth is a a good way to make easy youtube money and b a good way to make people believe all conspiracies are crazy that's from friend of the show Rob cavello and supporter i actually checked out some of those Wolfie videos he's a pilot that flies at like 45000 feet interesting he can get the the moon to appear lower in the horizon than his than his uh plane whatever that means i
2: like Plane most- like p l a and E like his plane or the plane?
1: Well, the plane the plane of his plane. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Ah, <okay. laughs> uh, the man with the glasses is a fucking rubberhead and sounds boring as fuck. Rubberhead. <laughs> yeah.
2: What does that mean?
1: I don't know. Ah, uh, this one looked painful for you, Darren. Honestly, <laughs> Flat Earth has interested me, but watching this settled, I don't want to look into it any further. <laughs> Ah, apparently this guy has never had a... I'll skip that one. Randall Carlson to Flat Earth. Wow. This is my show. What an arrogant prick the guy with the glasses is. (laughs) I see the problem here. The problem is not David. It's the one host, the guy on the right, who is not listening because he's sure the earth is a ball and he's being rude to his guest and David isn't going to let him be obnoxious. This topic is very triggering and you shouldn't judge information you refuse to understand. It's that simple. It's like a jury member standing up before the trial even begins and announcing the defendant is guilty as f before hearing the evidence.
2: Yeah, you got rude a couple times. I was, I was like, uh, I was like, I was gonna try and interrupt you. I'm like, just let him finish. <laughs> let him finish.
1: <laughs> it's the adult brain thing. Yeah, I know. You got it, pretty it, sure it really triggered me. Yeah. it's hilarious watching Weiss completely disregard gravity while struggling to come up with an alternative theory. He thinks that if he just keeps repeating there's no proof of gravity, it'll miraculously come true. Like most flat earthers, he has no clue how science works. Instead of refuting current scientific theories, which he must do, he demands proof from globe earthers. Of course he does. If it gives him exemption from ever having to disprove gravity, the spin of the earth, the size and distance of the sun and moon, etc. That's because he obviously can't disprove them. If he could, he would have by now. Flat earthers have so many scientific theories they need to refute. Watching them attempt to refute the laser gyroscope's 15-degree drift is certainly going to be entertaining. Sunlight on the underside of clouds can be explained if you you are instantly transported 10 miles close to the sun and then look back at those same clouds. Now they are not lit in the underside. This proves sunlight is relative and sun is not due to the line-of-sight thinking. Can I repeat that one? Sure, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Do it. I wonder if I could get a little... Ah. No, no, no. Sunlight on the underside of clouds can be explained if you instantly are transported 10 miles closer to the sun and then look back at those same clouds. Now they are not lit in the underside. This proves sunlight is relative and the sun is not due to the line of sight thinking. I'm not quite sure what that means.
2: Well, no, he's saying, so let's say you go 10 miles closer to your vantage point, mm-hmm. right? You're 10 miles closer to those clouds. You're not going to see the sun underneath them. You're going to see the shadow underneath them because because
1: not no, so no. far back. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Are you sure about that?
2: Well, what do you mean? That's what he means in that thing.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what he means.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: But one of the arguments for the flat earth was that the sun never shines on the ceiling.
2: I know, but I don't get that. It always shines on the underside of clouds, doesn't it? That's when you watch a sunset. That's yeah. a beautiful thing. I always wait for that to happen. It's like, here it comes underneath the clouds, doesn't it?
1: Mark Sargent showed up. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Thank you for introducing your subscribers to the flat Earth concept. For anyone who's curious, ask yourself how do I know it's a globe without using a space agency? It's harder than you think. Do your own research. Never stop asking questions. Yeah. long live flat earth. Thanks, Mark. You know what? I'll accept that. Yeah, no, no, no,
2: that's good. I mean, honestly, like I'm, I'm willing to explore anything.
1: How do you know it's flat, Mark? I know your flat earth clues. Have you seen it? You can't have your cake and eat it too. Who said that? Ooh, this one has a bunch of comments on it. Flat earth is just another cult. Pilots and passengers see it easily in many ways. Hikers see it. Anyone observant can see it driving long stretches. Wake up. You know what's interesting? See what? Are, are see we, the curve, yeah, right? Yeah, where you yeah. see the long stretches of highway or the long, like, bridges and look at the the uh, lights or the bridges. That's where I, I notice it. That's actually, when I ended up down this rabbit we hole. You can't I,
2: say bridges because bridges have that camber in them anyways. Yeah,
1: yeah, not not bridges. Ah, uh, Darren seems a little argumentative. <laughs> Seems to me Darren got defensive and grumpy, not <laughs> argumentative, and can be forgiven. As Darren said, it's his show. Darren didn't seem to pay him much respect.
2: Uh, <laughs> this is, comments a lot about the guy in the right with the glasses.
1: Ah, uh, Should I keep going? No,
2: nah, that's good, I think. That's good. Thanks for everybody participating. You got one more I can tell.
1: Well, I got yeah. Let's go with this one here. Um, no, it's just okay, uh, let's, let's leave it. At let's that. leave it. What at else that. you got?
2: I got a couple quotes here. I was trying to find one pertinent to this topic. It was
0: difficult.
3: Down and Graham, going deep. It's a profound UFO quote of a week. Words to ponder and critique. It's a profound
1: UFO quote of
2: the week. Um. Okay. I mean, I. You know, I'm gonna. Okay. I got a. I got a couple here.
1: Not UFO quotes. Sorry. No. 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 We're no, done no, with no, those. No, fully? Yeah, we're done
2: with the. New, well, I might get more. Some listeners are gonna be sending some more in.
1: Ugh. But we're
2: done with the UFO quotes for now. So, who said this, Darren? The great masses of the people will more easily fall victims to a big lie than, a, than to a
1: small one. Who said that? Yeah. Franklin Delano Roosevelt.
2: You're just going to say him for all of them.
1: <laughs> Who was it?
2: That was Adolf Hitler.
1: Really? Yeah. Same thing. I better not say that. People are not going to like that. But so, so here's some stuff. You know, it's not far off, Honestly.
2: Here's some stuff about one of the bigger, the other big conspiracies involving NASA.
1: Ah, rubberhead, ideas bounce off, no uh, penetration. Uh, okay.
2: that's
1: What's rubber neck, and that's when you look at an accident? Yeah. yeah.
2: So I got a couple here from uh, the other big conspiracy from NASA.
1: What's NASA? The
2: Never Again Science.
1: N A S A W. Never
2: a Straight Answer. Uh-huh. I don't. So who said this? I don't think anyone in NASA organization did anything wrong. It slipped through the cracks and nobody's happy about it.
1: Um That's
2: you're not gonna get it. i Neil Armstrong. Name. It's Dick Fazger, an engineer at NASA Goddard Space Flight Center.
1: Can you just say NASA, please? NASA? It's like three hundred and thirty six episodes.
2: So I don't believe that the tapes exist today at all. It was a hard thing to accept. But there was just an overwhelming amount of evidence that led us to believe that they just don't exist anymore. And you have to accept reality. That was Stan Liebar, the designer of the lunar video camera used by Neil Armstrong.
1: Well, I say the, the photos got trashed on the way back to Earth or whatever. No, from they the got radiation. lost. No, they're gone now. They
2: got lost. Yeah. They, didn't, they weren't damaged. They were lost, I think. What are the chances? Hey,
1: man, I'll kickstart you to Antarctica, buddy.
2: Okay, here's another one. Off topic.
1: Off topic? This is
2: from a guy that I loved having the show one day. I've mentioned him before. Haven't we had him on? No. No, these are quotes from other oh, people. Oh, okay. Nothing in modern physics explains how a group of molecules in your brain creates consciousness. The beauty of a sunset, the miracle of falling in love, the taste of a delicious meal, these are all mysteries to modern science. Nothing in science can explain how consciousness arose from matter. Our current model simply does not allow for consciousness and our understanding of this most basic phenomena of our existence is virtually nil. Interestingly, our present model of physics does not even recognize this as a problem.
1: Nassim Harriman. Close.
2: That's the stem cell biologist Robert Lanza, MD, and physicist Bob Berman in their Ooh. book, Biocentrism. We could
1: probably have Lanza on. He said, no, no,
2: he was like one of the top 10 influencing scientists. Uh, Is he alive? You know? Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, we'll get yeah, he,
2: No, there's no way.
1: Not with but an attitude I'd like, like that.
2: I'd like to. Okay. You said
1: that about Grant Cameron, where it was episode five. That's <laughs> true. My dream guest. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? You had a quotes. Yep. So what else is new?
2: Oh, not much. Nothing. Not much. What about you?
1: Well, we got the CAC. Oh, we coming should up talk. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about all that. That's taking on. Jeez, a, we got a raffle. About, we got a raffle. We got to run We, gotta we run gotta all this away. stuff down here. Oh, boy. We got to go. support. Well, first of all, go to grammericaca slash support and support the show. Because uh, you just got to, not, not as many of you support the show as you think. And like I was saying on the outro, the last show, it's not even just support. That's less than 1% when I really go through it. It's less than 1% support, less than 1% review, less than 1% share, less than 1% signed up for the yeah. email newsletter. Yeah. So that's like less than 1%. Per- it's probably the same fucking less than 1% too. So that means like 99 out of 100 of you can't even bother to review the show. And I don't think that's very nice. I really don't. You know, I, I get you can't afford to support us monetarily, but uh, you can at least review the show or share the show or sign up for the fucking newsletter. Do one of those things, honestly. Because those things, there's no excuse why those things shouldn't be like 20% or 25%, especially when support's at under 1%. Well,
2: they'll never get that high. I mean, like 10, we could like 10, 10 would be.
1: I mean, be for a high. newsletter, sign up or review. 10, 10's still high. Yeah. Yeah. It shouldn't be. No, I know shows no, I that know are getting that. 10% support.
2: Not many, but anyways, yeah. Well, well we, can, we, can, we can, you know.
1: America.sirs. We'll just have to keep sweetening the black budget, I yeah. guess.
2: Yeah, we got black budget shows. We got a couple of really yeah. good ones. When we start pumped putting out. the
1: vestibules in there? The crazy oh, Monday night yes. vestibules that's at Randall with, Ra- that's with
2: Randall Carlson. Yep. I think we and got that's, about
1: six or eight hours exp- worth of those that are right gonna that going to be going to the black. vestibule
2: region. is. From I don't know Randall.
1: what the fuck a vestibule is. It's, but it's what we call the Monday night Zoom sessions that we have with our Minister of Travel, Alan. Yeah. Um, he sets them up. So if they started out, it was just going to be a weekly catch up on the, the trip we're doing in Colorado in May. Check out all the details at badcomet.com. The three getaways with Randall. Um. we got a Wim Hof guy coming to the first two things now. So there'll be Wim Hof one training. One of his top one three. Of his top one of his top guys. Top level, level three threes. trainers. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be available for the first two trimesters, 17th to 20th and the 20th to the 23rd. There'll be free Wim Hof training available. Uh, For people, got a couple other irons. We're going to do some
2: CE5s, uh, hopefully, if people want to kind of stay sober and clear and go out and look for some
1: UFOs. We're tentatively looking at doing a lecture the first night and. If we get good weather, we're going to do Mesa Verde, the second day, the day trip to Mesa Verde, and then we're going to go to Chimney Mountain in the morning, the third morning. Oh,
2: that's a good idea. So that's yeah, kind Chimney of one Rock. Of, so you get so, two little visits. So Randall's actually on trying to do two, two yeah. tours then.
1: Oof. And then having the afternoon off to come back, and that's when we'll do the live podcast. And
2: Yeah, we'll do a live podcast in every trimester, I guess, right? Oh, yeah. We're not Seems sure how that's going to work yet 100%, but.
1: You'll get all the Randall you can handle, all that shit. Check it out, badcomet.com. Anyway, so we started doing these Monday night meet and greets, and now they've just turned into, uh, you know, Randall sort of takes control and he's doing slideshows and he's talking about, you know, some of it's about the trip, about half of it, and about half of it's just tangents, which oh, he's are been amazing. And, about the moon. Oh, yeah. It's just the people are blowing it away and people are asking if they can get in on them somehow. And I'm like, yeah, oh, we'll put it in the black budget. And uh, well, they
2: can get in on it by. Coming, buying to, a ticket. coming to CAC.
1: Yeah, that's right. Contact at the cabin. Badcomet.com. Check it out. Get a spot today. It's going to go quick. Actually,
2: there's not much left, really. So Yeah,
1: it's going fast now. And Randall, and Randall was just on the conspiracy farm, and I just booked him on uh, the Higher Side Chats for April 2nd.
2: Yeah, that's good. So, yeah, that'll go, it'll go So back that's going to finish May, it off. May 17th to 27th.
1: That's right. No, the, I think the last weekend sold out.
2: Oh, okay. Still, I thought there was a couple even spots with the left. extra spots. Okay, okay, I think there
1: was okay. people on the waiting list waiting okay, for those okay. spots. So check that yeah, out. Because
2: that's the American long weekend, right? Yeah. And the Canadian long weekend is the one before the week.
1: That's right. And if this goes well, we'll do more, man. We'll do a bunch more. We could do fun stuff. Go here, go there. Go to the caves of Spain. Yeah, we're taking a
2: pretty big risk trying to do this instead of just doing our little normal weekend getaway with a bunch of friends oh, yeah, for the this podcast. Is a
1: yeah. Well, we even lost money on those, so. Yeah. <laughs> But this is gonna go great. It's going great. We have got a ton of synchros. Bob, oh who owns God, a property, is gonna synchro. be coming on the show. Yeah,
2: he's he's actually. I'm doing just, I got to call
1: Bob tomorrow because he just sent t- me his latest talk.
2: Oh really? Yeah, he's me been and doing Bob talks like, about synchronicities. I mean, it, it, it's unbelievable.
1: He's, Bob's he, great. He's going to do a talk owner of the on the twenty fourth. Interested
2: in a lot of the topics we talk about on the show. It's unbelievable. Yeah.
1: Just don't stop. It just don't stop. And of course, we got some people coming. We're gonna have some video out there and all that. So we'll send our people who come home with some sort of a digital package. You know, it might give, give us a couple Oof, months after. Don't make but any promises of that. Well, it's not a promise; it's a guarantee. No. Uh, anything else?
2: Yeah, uh, the raffle.
1: Oh yeah, so what we are and the,
2: and the giveaway, right? The other thing so, we're
1: gonna do is so what we're gonna do is we had uh, we had a, a spot donated. For the second trimester, which is the 20th to the 23rd. So
2: is that the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday in the midweek?
1: Yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Monday,
2: Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday.
1: Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, check out Thursday morning. Okay. Um, So anyway, we're going to give one away. we got a bunk spot. We're going to give away a bunk bed to any supporter of the show. So if you currently support... Uh, if you sign up between now and April 20th, whatever, uh, all you have to do is email adam at Adamacroamerica.com, tell him you support the show, and he'll put you on the list. <clears throat> and we're going to do a draw, so we're going to give away a bunk spot to a supporter. Um, so if you're not a supporter, you can still sign up. Any supporter yeah, between yeah, now any, and April 20th is eligible. I'm not going to draw every supporter because most of you probably have plans or can't make it. Or yeah, don't you have to let us together. know that you, you want to. have to let us know you want to yeah, be in the draw. Yeah, And then the other thing we wanted to do is to just give people another kick at the can because there's going to be a couple hundred people in that draw. Um, We said, well, we'll take one of those ten spots and we'll just sell thirty tickets at twenty bucks a piece. I think we've already sold five or six of them. Yep. Um, So that's another way to try and get a kick at it for twenty bucks, and your odds are going to be one in thirty. Yeah. You buy two or three. You buy three tickets, sixty bucks. You got a one in. And we're chance. not
2: even making any money on that. It's just it's just strictly to, to sell the spot.
1: To sell the spot. Yeah, yeah. we wanted to. And if that, a way to give it away. Not only that, yeah. if that goes well, if that sells out in a week, I'll open up another one. I just don't want to say we're raffling three spots and we only sell 12 tickets.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: So we're yeah. going to do them one at a time. We're yeah. not raffling to make money. When we sell those 30, we'll do another one. Yeah, when we sell those, we could do another one. But that's the same thing. Uh, email adam dot com and he'll give you his PayPal address. You shoot him the 20 bucks, and he's running the raffle for us. And uh, he's running the giveaway as well. So that's over at adam at com. All the details for the trip are at badcomet.com. And uh, pay your Grand American taxes and keep the show going because we are, uh, we got bills to pay. Well, like we mentioned, any level of support, support
2: any level of support as well gets you access to the three, uh, the black budget. And we're doing some different content in there and we're, we're reading some papers and some essays and Darren's reading a book And, uh, we've got some, some, uh, steam rooms where we're just chatting with a bunch of friends from the show about different topics in there as well. So there's some of us just chatting. We've got some guest interviews in there. I think we have uh, Duncan Trussell in there with 13 questions from our other podcast, right? I think he's in the black budget. All right. That was pretty good one.
1: Yeah. That's the other thing you guys could check out is our other podcast. 13questionspodcast.com or just search 13 questions.
2: Well, you got to search 13 questions, well, pod questions podcast. Oh, if uh, if you're on a pod player, yeah, that'll work. If you're on Google, you have to type in 13 questions podcast. Yeah? Yeah. It's hard to find it otherwise.
1: Yeah, it'll take a while to build up that SEO. Yeah. You know, it takes a bit to get yeah. that. And same thing happened with Grammar. So, we're asking
2: some deeper questions there. Those 13 questions are pretty deep sort of introspective soul searching questions from people that have been through a lot in life.
1: That's right. And some that haven't and some that have and yeah. Anyone's eligible and there's an open source aspect to it. It's definitely worth going to listen to one or two, see what you think. Uh, anything else? Oh, well,
2: yeah. I've got to thank, uh, thank some people as well for, oh, James for sending in stories. We'd love to get stories and synchronicity sent to us and trip reports and sightings.
1: We want to thank James Brown.
2: Send those to Graham at GrahamErica.com. Love to hear hear that and uh, race we got a P.O. box
1: sent us a new mixer
2: yeah we got a P.O. box no a new EQ new uh, new, uh, EQ.
1: yeah we got a so box with an EQ in to it thanks
2: Race Person he, he sent and me a some set shatter of, and some a dice. set of gold dice for D&D thank you very much
1: weren't you complaining because you rolled a one with them right I away I rolled or a
2: one right away so that's yeah. I don't know, that's good getting it out of the system
1: so is it, is maybe, it? Uh, yeah, yeah. you just spin anything into good news eh? Yeah. yeah. there you have it I think that about wraps it up you're going home to bed and I'm going off to work. Yep. Have a good one. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Enjoy this uh,
2: Flat Earth one.
1: And we will see you next week. Enjoy the Flat Earth show. We will not be doing another one. Yes, we will. We'll do another one at episode 666. That's terrible. 360? Yeah. No, we're not doing one that quick.
2: Well, you never know. We might. No. There might be no, enough pressure. No, no, that.
1: no, no. Enjoy the chat. <laughs>
2: we've got david weiss here he used to have a podcast for about three years called deep inside the rabbit hole and i think he stayed down in the rabbit hole he ended up coming out with a podcast called the flat earth podcast it's been a while since we've uh, been talking about doing this we're finally here um I'll, I'll i'll just say that david you can talk a bit about your background on your own i won't read the, the whole bio here for you but thanks for coming on and uh having this interesting chat with us
0: Thanks for having me. Uh, Glad to be here. Love uh, talking to people that um, have an open mind and are willing to listen and uh, consider new ideas.
2: Yeah, for sure. We're in that category. I did listen to a couple of your podcasts and you do a fun job over there. And uh, we're like we said, we've been waiting years to do this we've been we you know at first i was like no we can't like, do it it's like, like it's like the site we're kind of like you know we're participating in the psyop if we're going to even address it and then but then we we're going to send a balloon up yeah, and, we were and we, do then the we we're participating in it anyways uh subconsciously or unintentionally and then it, and then, you know our listeners like there's a bunch of our listeners that want us to do it and a bunch that don't so we thought you know what, we're going to finally do this and you're you're the guy
0: let me, uh, let, me, let me talk about that a little bit. I started a podcast a years ago called Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole. And we talked about all of the deceptions, the false flags. Um, I'm assuming that, much, I don't know your audience, but much of your audi- audience knows that a lot of the stuff that we're shown as fact is just completely fake. Yeah. Um, so in the third year of this weekly podcast, uh, people started sending me flat earth stuff. And uh, I would just delete it and they would repeatedly send me stuff. I wouldn't watch a one minute video and I banned, uh, count, not countless, but a good number of people from our social media. Uh, you're not even allowed to ban to come here. Cause you want me to spend a minute <laughs> of my time watching a stupid video that has to do with the earth being flat. That's utter nonsense. And I refuse uh, for six months. I wouldn't even watch a tiny video. Then I was talking with Sophia Smallstorm. Uh, some of your listeners might be familiar with her. Yep. She, uh, she, she did 9 11 mysteries. She did uh, uh, Unraveling Sandy Hook in two, three, four, and five dimensions. Uh, must see films uh, that are no longer on YouTube. Um, and we were talking about uh, the, just a whole bunch of hoaxes and stuff that were going on. And I said, it's, I said to her, I go, it, it, towards the end of our conversation, I go, it's just unbelievable how much deception there is in this world. And she goes, Oh, David, it, it's worse than that. I think the earth might be flat. And I, I was like, I, are you friggin' kidding me? And she goes, here, watch this video. And I think what she sent me uh, was either Mark Sargent's Flat Earth Clues um, or it might have been, um, been another video, but I'm pretty sure it was Flat Earth Clues, which is a bunch of short segments, basically just asking questions that can't be answered in the helio nonsensical model. And then uh, I spent two weeks, 17, 20, 24 hours a day trying to debunk flat earth at the end of two weeks. I knew one thing for sure. We don't live on a spinning rock water ball rocket. And I didn't know what the hell was going on. And uh, after that started the flat earth podcast because uh, deep inside the rabbit hole just couldn't handle it. (laughs) And uh, here we are today, uh, four years later and uh, on flat earth is where we all live. It affects every single one of us every single day. And once you realize what's going on with the world, you can start seeing a lot of other things.
2: Yeah. When I was a kid, I remember in in school science class or in, uh, in elementary school, like learning about the, the solar system and the earth that we live, I did find it hard to believe that, that I couldn't wrap my head around. How are we standing on the surface and it's spin and we're spinning at thousands of miles an hour or whatever. Like I, I just couldn't, uh, there's one part I always had a problem. But
1: at. isn't it like that when we're flying down the highway at 160 kilometers an hour
0: and, no, night it, not, and I can just not, move around. No,
2: cause you're not spinning. Like this is, you this Whoa. is spinning.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the uh, that's the argument you get from everybody um, that says Are you guys going to gang you know, up on me? <laughs> no, no, no. We're going to we're going to answer all your questions so annoyingly because we're going to have an answer for every single one of them. It's going to annoy you, and, and at the end you're going to go, "Well, what does it matter? The shape doesn't affect my life." But we'll get there. <laughs>
2: that's what people say, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it, that's, you know, hey, what, how come the, you can drink a glass of water on a jetliner, um, you know, flying 550 miles an hour and you don't get thrown towards the back of the plane is, the, is what people say. And I say, well, now take the outer shell off of that, off the jetliner and double the speed and tell me what happens to you and your water. Um, because the Earth is spinning at a thousand miles per hour. Um, I know it only goes around once per day, but it is changing its angle, uh, its angular Uh, direction so that is acceleration and it's going almost twice the speed of sound and people believe that they're on this ball because they were taught that before they had the ability to to think rationally
1: so but so i'm just gonna play the devil's advocate here that's fine so wouldn't that be like um what the atmosphere wouldn't they say that's what the atmosphere is doing
0: all right. Yeah. So they, they say that gravity holds the atmosphere on and spins it with the whole Earth. So so stay with me here. You got you have the um, you have the, the 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 globe is spinning all around. So at the equator, which is, uh, is the center of the axis of the Earth, that is going about a thousand miles per hour. The, the quick math is the earth is about 24,000 miles in circumference. It rotates uh, once per day. That's a uh, thousand miles per hour, 24,000 miles. Everybody's with me there. Yeah. But if you are up in Alaska and Alaska is closer to the axis of rotation and you draw the circle on the, on the globe, that's a much smaller circle. You're in Alaska. You only go around once per day, but you're only going maybe 300 miles per hour because you're, Because you're closer to the center of axis. Does everybody understand that? Yes. Okay. So how does an airplane that's sitting on the runway in Alaska, it's sitting on the runway, so it's moving 300 miles per hour with the rotation of the Earth. It takes off. It speeds up to 500 miles an hour, and I don't care which direction it's going. It flies down to the equator. How does it land on the equator that's moving 1,000 miles per hour? Even if you took the 300 and added the 500 to it, the earth is still outrunning that airplane. How can it land on a runway?
1: Well, I'm going to say the same thing that everything inside the atmosphere is, is, is doing the same thing. So that's yeah. like-
0: how, how is that possible? If you're at the North pole, you're not even moving. You're, turn, you're You're not traveling at all. How do you gain that thousand miles per hour when you land, when you get to the equator?
1: well that would only be relevant if you're outside of the atmosphere
0: but but it doesn't matter you're you're how do how does the plane accelerate as you fly down to the equator the earth is going faster and faster how does the plane catch up to the earth how does it increase its speed now i'll say this i
1: i don't agree with the conventional model there's a ton of holes in it Yeah. But I would say I would liken that to so then. So, Graham likes to drive fast. So, we'll go on a road trip and we're driving, you know, 100 miles an hour down the highway. But mm-hmm. I could still take my little remote control car and set it on the dash and start driving it, you know, two kilometers an hour across the dash or up and down the van of the car. And it's still going to go and it's never going to get left behind by the car because it's still well, encompassed that- in the
0: shell. Yeah, that's not a fair analogy because the airplane is in the air. It's not attached to the earth, and it's, it's going to a part of the car. Every piece of the car is going uh, at the same miles per hour. A spinning ball has uh, parts that go different speeds in miles per hour. Same rotational speed, but its miles per hour varies from zero to 1,000 miles per hour. It makes absolutely no sense whatsoever so
2: so the other the other thing that's kind of along those same lines is you were mentioning how a plane you know if you're if you're traveling across the globe or across the flat earth however you want Wait, are we talking about if you're traveling or an air globe like if you don't constantly go nose down you're just going to fly right out of the like that's the other part that
0: yeah so when you're traveling at 500 miles per hour 550 miles per hour the average speed of a uh, what they tell us of a commercial airliner, um, it, the, the horizon is dropping away from you at a mile every two minutes. So if you don't nose down a mile, every two minutes, you're going to start gaining speed at a geometrically progressive rate as that curve drops away. And inside of an hour, you're going to be at uh, altitudes that planes can't fly.
1: I don't fly a plane so I can't really comment on that. I don't know that the planes or the pilots aren't aren't doing I, that. But I mean on the well, other thing, like the I'm still saying the plane is still inside. Like I'm saying and everything inside the atmosphere is considered on the earth. So the plane is still might as well be on the surface whether it's flying or not. So until you until you get outside the atmosphere then then I think that's a different story, but I you know otherwise you could use the argument that the birds can't be flying around if we're spinning at a thousand miles an hour. The birds would just be whipping by, but I'm and the clouds couldn't exist because they'd be whipping by at a thousand miles an hour. But I look at that as, as everything's sort of there, In, and the only thing the that's, atmosphere, yeah, So, so outside the atmosphere, of the stars, at, with the Earth. Uh, yeah. So outside outside of the atmosphere, the only thing I can really point to are the planets and the stars, which do seem to be spinning by at a thousand miles an hour.
0: What, what does that include the moon? What if I told you in the flat earth model that the moon is within the earth's atmosphere?
2: Somebody just uh, there was a would article. you say that's crazy? <laughs> no, no, there, there was an
0: article that came out <laughs> from the Russians, I think they just said that they they yeah. think it is. Yeah, no, you caught me, I was trying to trap you. Um, NASA <laughs> has come out and said that the the atmosphere extends out beyond the moon. I uh, we, we don't know why they're saying this, that it's some sort of damage control, you but think uh, so? If, yeah, with, with that, I mean, all of the calculations of the Saturn V, uh, fake rockets to the moon, would have to be changed everything, you know, they tell us the reason the moon is orbiting the Earth is because it's literally falling around the Earth, but it keeps missing the curve and the Earth's gravity holds it on and it, and it stays consistent because it's not within our atmosphere now all of a sudden it's within our atmosphere it, it's just lie upon lie upon lie Yeah
2: Yeah
1: yeah, I see something about that, the Geo Kenora or something like that. But I mean, yeah, I, I, that, that seems sketchy to me.
0: Skech- well, uh, you know what? Here, here's where we're going to go. As we go along, if, maybe if you guys have a notepad, make three columns. Uh, works on a ball earth, works on a flat earth, or works on both. Like circumnavigation. Let's talk about that for a minute, in a minute. Um, I'm, I'm going to tell you the answer to that one. Works on both. Um, in in a certain way, so yeah. you just put a check mark in each column, and what you're going to find out at the end of this conversation, your first column is not going to have any check marks. Um, the The first thing is water always seeks its level. Water is flat, and anything that's a sphere, whether it's a whether it's a, a baseball or the Earth, it has a curvature. It has curvature geometry, and you can calculate the curve. And the curve of a 24,901 miles uh, circumference ball, in a minute, in a minute um, I'm, I'm going to tell you the answer to that one, works on the ball. I'm, um, I'm hearing an echo. I'm hearing my voice from a minute ago. I'm also that hearing one. an echo. All uh, right. It's, uh, it seems to be gone. Yeah. So, Good old Skype. No, yeah, yeah. No problem. So... The curvature calculation for the the 24,900 one-mile ball is is, is approximately 8 inches per mile square. After one mile, it's an 8-inch drop. After two miles, it's 2 times 2 times 8. So that's 32 inches. After three miles, it's 6 feet. And it it drops off more and more. Um, So you can calculate how much curve is going to be in between two objects. We can see too far. Uh, optics. Oh, I'm hearing my voice from a minute ago. I'm also oh, hearing man. an echo. What, Here it comes again.
2: Back again. That's weird. It, yeah, uh, it happens. It
0: it's just because I'm making a good point and uh, somebody's sabotaging it. <laughs> All right, uh, so I'm going I'm to keep going if or, I can. Uh, the 24,901 mile is, is a approximately eight per mile square. Okay. After one mile, it's an eight-inch drop. After two miles, it's two times two times eight. Um, so that's 32 inches. You, After three miles, started. it's feet, and it, it drops more. Um, so you can calculate how much curve is going to be in between two objects. We can speak too far. Uh, optics. Oh, I'm hearing my voice from a minute ago. I'm, I'm hearing almost. the same thing again and again. comes again. again It's just because I'm making a good point and uh, <laughs> sabotaging it. You want me to drop out and come back? No, I. Th- hang on a sec. It might be gone now. Let's see if it happens again. did go again. away. Last time it
2: happened, it went away almost right away. But
0: right. that was too. So, early. so uh, commercial optics—you know, super zoom cameras—have outgrown the lies of NASA uh, and the <laughs> and the elite. Um, we can see too far. the The Nikon P nine hundred zoom camera. It's eighty seven times zoom. We're seeing things that should be thousands of feet below the curve. Right now, and they've come out with the P one thousand, which is one hundred and twenty-five times zoom. I'm hearing music now. What in the fuck? Is-
3: huh. Are you live
0: on
2: a right. that device that's that's a no, hash no,
0: nothing. All right, I'll try to continue. So that alone, we've proven there's hundreds and hundreds of tests out there where we've documented where we are, what what height we're at, the weather conditions, everything. We've done laser tests. We've done mirror flashing tests where we're flashing the sun in a mirror at at the beach level. Um, And we're seeing uh, if the Earth was a sphere, we're seeing through hundreds and hundreds and, and thousands of feet sometimes of curve And now we have infrared converted cameras and we could see much farther. As I was saying, I was uh, down on the island of Vieques and I could see St. Croix over 50 miles away. It should be completely hidden behind the curve of the earth, but I could see it.
2: Yeah. And that was with, so you could, you see with your eyes or just through the camera?
0: The, well, there's, there's the problem with, uh, with seeing things with your eyes is our eyes have, uh, uh, have limits. We don't have Superman eyes and, uh, we have a, uh, it's called the angular resolution limit of the human eye. When something is, you know, I'm holding my arms out this big, that's a, that's a huge span and you can see it, but as that goes away, it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And as things reduce in size due to perspective, when they get below 0. 0.02 degrees, Your eye can't resolve them and they disappear. So with your naked eye, um, lots of the stuff that we that we can't see is just because it's too small, Um, like a ship going over the horizon. It appears to go over the horizon on a clear day. But then you get your super zoom camera out, you zoom in and there's the entire ship again. Um, It disappears due to there's there's a lot of reasons things disappear on the horizon, um, but it has to do with angular resolution and the thickness of the atmosphere uh, just above the water. Um, but again, a little elevation on a clear day, uh, infrared uh, uh, scope, and you, we can see things that are way, way too far. So how,
2: what does what the, the skeptics of the flat say about that, about being able to do that? I mean, that's a pretty the, easy experiment. I mean, you, and it makes sense. Yeah. Like, you, you shouldn't be able to see something 50 miles. It should be down Eight inches per mile, at least.
0: Yeah, when I, because I went down the flat earth rabbit hole. Eight inches per mile is eight inches per mile squared. Eight inches per mile is
1: a a ramp, not a curve.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I went down that rabbit hole before and I was looking at pictures of the whole Chicago over the bay, but then it was upside down and there was a refraction thing. So I remember I was. I went back and forth and then I was going to fly a balloon up to the atmosphere. And then finally I came back hard. I came back pretty hard. I came back to, to sphere monger. What, what, what brought you back to, to the sphere? I can't remember at the time I went down one side of it and then I started going back up the other side of it. And, uh, it was a couple years ago now. I
2: think, I think what happens Mm. is, and this is the same for me is, uh, the, the conspiracy that you hear from the flat earth side, not maybe not you. And this is where we can t- dissect a bit between like what you're saying and what the, there's a, another f- flat earth uh, part where, you know, space is fake and all that. Like the conspiracy is so big and there's so many people <clears throat> in on it that it's, that's hard for me to grasp that, that ultimate conspiracy of the, uh, and I mean the firmament firmament and all that kind of stuff. So, it's a tough one when you when you see the moon and it looks round and you see the planets,
0: all the pictures of the planets and they look round. So, you know. so let's talk about let's talk about it before we go. We can go down. You can give me 100 reasons yeah, why yeah, yeah. you're questioning it. Yeah. Uh, but we need we need to address them. Um, yeah. The, fir- the, so, the first one is, uh, have you ever has science ever been able to show high pressure next to low pressure uh, without a container? I can tell you the answer. The answer is no. Except the, in the heliononsensical model, we have a high-pressure atmosphere next to the ultimate vacuum of space. Um, and there's no explanation for the air being held onto the Earth and not being sucked into space. And the only explanation is uh, the heliocentrist god, which is gravity. Um, so they say gravity holds the air to the Earth. But I can disprove that in a second. Um, I could take my lungs, which are a much weaker vacuum, take a straw and suck air up and away from gravity. I can suck water up and away from gravity with the littlest effort of my lungs becoming just a tiny bit of a vacuum. But the vacuum of space is unable to pull the air off the Earth. It, it makes absolutely no sense. It, it's never been proven. It's a, it's a religion. It's a belief. It's a nice story. Not even a nice story. Um, Can't happen. So there is something that's holding our atmosphere onto the onto the Earth. Electromagnetism. There is some some sort of container. Whatever it is, it can't be a force. Um, so how come you would
1: accept that space is a vacuum if you don't believe anything else they say? I, I don't accept space. Because yeah, I don't think space on. is a vacuum.
2: No, he's saying he's talking about the, the, the model, the helio yeah. model.
1: Because I helio think we're going to end up model. coming back to the ether, I think.
0: Well, here's the thing. Um, I like to draw the line between uh, the heavens above and the earth below. We live here on the earth and nobody without special access, you know, uh, like the astronauts has access to anything over, you know, a hundred thousand feet at best, let alone over just the, the, the bottom of the earth. So anything above us, you know, anything we see in the sky, the only thing we can say is, you know, there are lights, the, the, the sun, the moon, The wandering stars, a.k.a. planets and the stars, they're all lights in the sky. Um, I've looked at them through high-power telescopes. Some of them look spherical. Uh, Saturn looks spherical with me with a lit-up ring around it. Um, I don't know what it is. It's a light. It could be the size of a plum, for all I know, and it could be very close to Earth. Um, Unless we have a way to triangulate it, and we don't, um, we don't know how big they are. We don't know what they are. Um, you know, uh, uh you guys, if you ever, you ever, go into the mountains and on a super clear night and look up at the stars they're amazing, right? Yep. The, when you get away from the city into the dark, even get some altitude, uh, there, you could see the, the, what we call the Milky way. Um, you could see amazing detail in the sky, right? Mm-hmm. So what happens when you send a weather balloon up on a perfectly clear night with the cameras facing up before you let the weather balloon go? they can see all of the stars. What would happen as it gets up above the thick, the thickest layer of the atmosphere and gets higher and higher in the sky. You would assume in the helio nonsensical model that the stars will get brighter and bigger and more correct. Yeah. They don't, they all disappear before you get to a hundred thousand feet. Okay. I can't explain that. Okay i don 't know what the stars are i don't know where they are. Um, we were talking about the moon a little while ago. Uh, the moon is new right now, so you won't be able to see it but in 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 two weeks you're going to have a full moon. Um, go out when the moon is full, and uh, hopefully there's a bunch of little clouds in the sky you know uh, there, there's a light layer of clouds, and what you'll see is the clouds right next to the moon are lit up like the moon like if you had a, a you had a bunch of cotton balls hanging in the room and you had a flashlight. Um, if the flashlight was 100 yards away, it would light up all of the cotton balls. But if the flashlight was just a foot over those, that layer of cotton balls, it would just light up the ones right around it. And that's what we see when we look at the moon. It only lights up the, the ones that are right next to it, not the other ones. So mm-hmm. what does that tell you?
1: But then, how come if I, but I could move over, you know, a couple hundred feet, or if I'm driving in my car, and my, my, yeah, but it's
2: still the same effect. It's just, it's still a small because
1: so, it's your view of the moon that you, you cor- know. I, cor- correct.
2: What about so like,
1: so when I watch the sunset at night, how come mm-hmm. I can see it shine on the
0: underside of the clouds? No, you can't. Uh, you you think that you're seeing that, but that that is just optics in the sky um there's a lot of videos uh, out about that there's only one place uh, i forget the name of that mountain it looks like uh, there's a a shadow going up from the from the sun but what you'll never see is the sun shining on a ceiling um if you're up on a high mountain or in denver colorado mile high whatever when the sun sets at the very towards the very end the sunbeam should come in and hit a ceiling but never ever has the, a sunbeam hit the ceiling of a level room. Um, it always just goes away and sets due to perspective and a bunch of other things. That you're, you're, I call it the atmospheric obfuscation deck. Um, there, it becomes a point where the sunlight can't even get through the density of the atmosphere, whether they're clouds or even on a clear day. There's a certain amount of atmosphere that just becomes opaque. It becomes sky. I've filmed it a couple times with, I have a drone and uh, on a super clear day with zero humidity. So it has to be really you know, around freezing um, facing West with a 4k camera. Uh, if you film the sun at the very end of sunset and it, 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 you'll see it coming down towards the horizon, down towards the horizon and then it'll stop. And then it just gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And before it turns into a pinprick and disappears, it actually disappears into the thickness of the obfuscation deck, I call it. And it just vanishes. I have a playlist on my YouTube channel. D-I-T-R-H is my YouTube channel. And it's called um, Sun Fade Out Videos. I encourage people to watch them. They're, they're, they're like three or four minutes each. There's four or five videos. Um, watch them and think about what you are seeing there. There's if you watch the sunset on a high plane where there's very low humidity in the air, the sun will shrink to a dot and then disappear into the thickness of the atmosphere. If you watch it over the ocean, which is always moist where most people see sunsets, um, it will get magnified as it's moving away, getting smaller. So you're having this dance of perspective, making it smaller and magnification making it bigger, so it doesn't even look like the size is changing. And then the cloud deck, which, which merges with the horizon, the sun just goes past that cloud deck, and it looks like it's dropping below the horizon, but it's just sinking. It's just, it's just, it looks like it's sinking, but it's just getting blocked by the cloud deck. And there's, there's experiments that you can do. There's people that have done the tests. You know, people say, where are you getting your flat earth information? YouTube, you know, YouTube is like the world. All the information is out there. A ton of it is garbage, but there's other people that have spent hundreds of hours, thousands of hours and put the information together so you can see what's actually happening. And it's there. It's being heavily censored. Uh, YouTube is hiding flat earth truth. If you Google flat earth now, Um, or YouTube search it, you get all of the propaganda, the Nat Geo nonsense. We've caught them being liars. Um, You get the flat earth society. No flat earther that I know of has anything to do with the flat earth society. They are the number one hit when you search and they are a government controlled disinformation gatekeeping site. So if, if you see anything there, know that the only people that think flat earthers think that are people that know nothing about the flat earth. You so, ever see that green So, well, wait, so how can we check yeah.
1: that out because we live in one of the drier places on the planet and we have about a almost a mile of altitude and I watch okay. the sunset almost every night.
0: All right, so and it sure looks
1: like it's setting to me. How do you perceive it?
0: Yeah, yeah, so get a uh, a box or a room that it's facing the, the the you know that has a a ceiling uh, um, you know, has, has an o- opening to the ceiling. As long as the ceiling is level, the sunlight will not shine up into and hit that ceiling. Never, ever has it happened. Well, how um, could you
1: ever do- expect that to happen, though? If like, I mean, Because you-
0: if you're on a ball, the ball is tipping back. and Yeah, the but the sunlight- window of my house is only like eight feet off well- the ground. So so, rip down the wall of your house so it's just the ceiling. All right. I mean, I don't know what to say. There's but I can see it. On, but I do see that on my cl- on the
1: clouds. Like, have well, you not seen you, a sunset here in Calgary, where right at the end of the night you see the underside of the clouds are all purple?
0: It it, it you're seeing uh, it's a it, it's an optical illusion. What you're seeing, you're seeing in the sky. You're seeing through very thick humidity. Um, you're you're not seeing the unders- underside of clouds are not being lit. It, it's all, it's all your perspective when you're, if we're both standing at the beach at sunset um, and we're a mile apart, you're going to see a, a line, you know, that, that glare from the sun coming across the water to your feet. Um, I'm going to see it coming to my feet and not to your feet. And you're not going to see it coming to my feet because we all see the sun and the moon uh, relative to our own position. That's right. That sounds kind of weird, But, you know, for lack of a better word, I believe that the sun and moon that we see are projections. I don't have the right words for it, but it's a projection. And and an example of that would be the the sun that we see and the moon that we see are not the actual sun and moon. They're not the source of that light. And and an experiment that you can do is imagine you have a room and you uh, hang a, a, a sheet, like a bed sheet, a sheer blue light blue sheet in it. We'll call that the sky. Okay. You can kind of see through it, but not really. Um, on the other side of the room, you have a bright light and that's the sun or the moon, whatever. And we're on the opposite side of the room, looking at the, at the, at the sheet. And you could see the light on the sheet. You with me? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So you see the light in the sheet, but now if we both went to opposite sides of the same side of the room, you know, where I'm on the left side, you're on the right side. And I, I'll see the sunlight on the sheet. Uh, if the third, third person went and put an X on the sheet right where I saw the sun, then walked over and put an X on the sheet where the other person saw the sun, we're both seeing the same sun in two different positions in the sky. That's how, um, that's how in my opinion, uh, we're seeing the sun. We're all seeing it relative to our position, it's being projected from a position within the firmament. Outside of the firmament, I don't know. Never been there. No one's been there.
1: So, but isn't that the case with everything? Isn't everything relative to our position? And that the well, the argument with the sun is that it's so far away that its rays are, you know, they're all So
0: you know what? Here, let's 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 go with that. Okay. We've all seen the, the helio-nonsensical model of the size of the planets and the sun. The sun is the giant Jim, um, you know, the blue yoga ball, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And the earth is a small pebble next to that ball. Correct. That's right. You With me. Yeah. Okay. So imagine you're on that pebble and the blue ball is a quarter of an inch over your head. Okay. Um, If you looked up, what are you going to see your sky? You're going to see the sun horizon to horizon pretty much. Right. Maybe you can see under it a tiny bit, but basically it's going to fill the entire sky because it's just, it's just a, it's just right over the earth. You with me? No. Yeah. Do you think
2: that's the, that's you, the scale of the sun to no, the earth? No, 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 size, no, 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 or? I'm just
0: saying, no, 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 no. We, 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 they're showing us a scale, uh yoga ball to a, to a pebble. And I'm just saying, let's put them uh, only a mile apart. So basically the yoga ball fills the entire sky of anyone standing on top of that pebble. Okay. okay. Now we're going to move that sun 93 million miles away. It goes from filling the entire sky to the size of a dime. Held at arm's length. Okay. Okay. So it's reduced in size to the size of a dime, held at arm's length from the entire sky. There, there, there's no argument here. We all agree on this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If I doubled that distance, would you still be able to see the sun? Remember, it went from entire sky to the size of a dime. Now I'm going to double the distance. It's got to keep reducing. Are you going to be able to see it? Forget it. Let's say I eight times the distance. Can you see it? Use it your use how your adult mind. right it is. For, you're, for, no, I'm talking angular size. Okay, you use your adult mind. It went from the entire sky to the size of a dime held at arm's length. Now I'm going to make it eight times farther. Okay. Can you still see it? And the answer is for anybody with an adult mind that wants to think is absolutely not. Well, guess what? That's called a light hour. NASA tells us that we can see other stars that are hundreds of light years away. Okay. Eight times the distance is one light hour. These numbers are nonsense. Nonsense. Okay. Again, let's do the same thing with an airplane. You ever stand under a 747. It's pretty darn big. Okay. Um, and the, and have you guys ever watched the ISS fly over? You know, you see the light it goes, you know, you got your iPhone, it yeah. tracks, it, oh, here it comes, boom, there's the light goes from horizon to horizon. It's it's as bright as us as a piece of the sun. It go. it's amazing how reflective this tin can is. Um, And it goes from horizon to horizon. So a 747 is approximately the same size as the ISS it's gigantic when you're standing underneath it. It's the size of a football field. Okay. Um, you put it up at cruising altitude. It's now the size of a pencil eraser held at arm's length. Agreed. It's a little yep. small dot in the sky. Yep. Okay. Um, if I doubled the distance of that, could you see it?
1: I don't know. What? This just sounds like a bunch of hypothetical. Could you see? No, no, this, this is not like, well, hypothetical. Have to do that. This
0: is, this is adult. Mind logic. If I doubled the distance, logic will tell you that you can't see it. Well, guess what? The ISS has not doubled the distance of a jetliner. It's fifty times higher. Well, I've okay, never, I've never we, seen the ISS, so I can. Okay, see well, I liner. have, and, and and it's a light in the sky. That's all I can say about it. I don't believe it's the ISS. It's fifty times higher than a seven forty seven, and we think that we can see it with our naked eye. These are impossibilities when you understand the angular uh, resolution limits of your eyes.
2: Okay. That's, that's not fair. much of that. That's, makes fair, sense. that's fair enough. But I, I want to get back to like what, when you, when you do these experiments where you're looking 50 miles away and you can see something, they clearly should be way below the horizon.
1: Yeah. So, now, so, how, so the how, opposite, what they, what the opposite argument is whether well, saying it's refraction and that it's an optic, it's the same sort of optical tricks that we're using the other way.
3: Right. Ask that question know. again.
2: Uh, I'm wondering when you, when you see something 50 miles away and it should be below the horizon, like that seems like a pretty easy experiment that you can repeat and that you've done yeah, many you times with, do their, with the <laughs> mirrors. And all stuff. So what, what does the skeptic say about that? Like, what is their answer to being able to see something 50 the, their, miles away? Their
0: answer is that the atmosphere is bending the light over. And what you're seeing is a mirage of, okay? the, of,
2: the, of the real thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, which is nonsense. You know, the, the famous picture of Chicago across Lake Michigan, um, the weatherman uh, showed a picture, and he goes, it's a mirage. And it's not a mirage. You can see it clear as day. You can watch it through the day and night, uh, and it doesn't disappear. Uh, one of the researchers actually went there, got on a boat, uh, and filmed it and drove the boat all the way across the lake, and it never disappeared. If it was a mirage, it would morph, and it would have disappeared. Right, right. But it didn't. But it, but it didn't.
1: Cause I've seen some pictures where it shows it's showing upside down. No.
2: Yeah. That's when he's talking about where they, the, the weather guy called hey, it a mirage probably.
0: Hey, and, and doubling, doubling back a second to the, the sun underneath the clouds. Again, these are things that are in the heavens that really uh, you, we shouldn't be looking up to prove the earth is flat. We should be looking down below our feet, but as the sun goes away due to perspective, it is getting lower from your point of view it's going through more and more atmosphere. Uh, it's light, Its color is changing because it's moving farther away. Um, and there's all sorts of optical effects there. You can you can do amazing things with that. I was in Vegas, uh, Las Vegas, uh, and I was at the swimming pool. It was about three o'clock in the afternoon. The sun was off to my right, and the hotel to my left was a completely mirrored hotel. And the sun was reflecting in that mirror and hitting the left side of my face. I closed my eyes and. I couldn't tell which one was the real sun, the reflected one off the building or perhaps the reflected one in the sky. I don't know. Hmm. Optics in the in the heavens above are are there's 100 different ways to explain them. So that's not where to look. Look down here. You know, there is no curvature. It's never been found. We're not spinning. Um, so, what about like see,
1: shadows and elongating shadows and stuff like that? Is that the same thing? That's just the sun getting farther away?
0: Yeah. Take a light, hold it over your head, and have somebody walk across the room. The shadow will change. You know, uh, they say Aristophanes uh, figured out with sticks and shadows that, you know, the earth is tilted because this shadow didn't have this stick, didn't have a shadow, and this one did have a shadow. Well, that's assuming that all the, the light coming in from the distant sun is coming in parallel. But if you have a small local sun, like we believe on the flat earth, um, you could have the light over here, no shadow, and the light over here, shadow. It's, it's the same thing. It makes sense. You can test it. You can prove it. That one works on a flat earth and a ball earth.
1: So shouldn't the sun get less bright then as it's setting if it's getting farther away and going through all that extra atmosphere? Yeah, it does.
2: Yeah, it does. Yeah, I mean, you can look at it when it's
1: a little bit, but I mean, if it's stinky skinny, and down to a pinprick, then I mean, well, I don't know. Uh, but but don't... hang on,
0: on uh, you've never witnessed a sun going to a pinprick. Uh, at least I don't think you. No, know. no, I haven't. Um, no, but um I do a lot of sun gazing, and sure, the last hour of the day when the sun is really uh, getting farther away, um you can, I can stare right at it. It doesn't hurt at all. It definitely gets weaker and weaker throughout the day. But again. So i would disagree we, with it,
1: that and, and i watch the sunset probably four nights a week
2: the redshift, right i mean you can
1: and i watch we watch it go down it's one of our little routines to stop what we're doing right. and go look out the back window and watch the sunset behind the mountains
0: right well you're seeing the sun here's the mountain right here's the sun and it just goes away and it looks like it's setting see that but it doesn't it's get so your
1: fist is getting smaller
0: the sun doesn't get smaller yeah. Well, that's because I don't have a a lensing atmosphere in front of me. The other thing is, as I as I said, uh, again, I want to get off of the optics in the sky. The sun that we see, uh, we're seeing it in what we call our personal atmospheric dome. On my channel, D-I-T-R-H stands for deep inside the rabbit hole. um, Maybe 10, 20 videos back, there's a video called P-A-D, personal atmospheric dome. Can't really explain it here, but if you watch it, you'll see that the sun that we see when it rises, I don't, the sun that we see is less than a hundred miles away. And when it sets, it's less than a hundred miles away. These are my numbers. It could be less, it could be more. Um, but that's where we see the sun and it moves very slowly through the sky. Um, it's not far away at all. So that's how we see it. And and you so can't and here's the problem wait, you can't triangulate the sun. So if it's only a
1: hundred miles away, how come then I can drive from here to, you know, Winnipeg and yeah, is it following me? Because yes, it's following you. But it, how it, come it's, it's, you, it's still sunny where Graham when Graham's still back here in Calgary a okay. thousand miles away?
0: So go back to my sheet in the room uh, example. You got the sun on the far side of the room, you got the sheet cutting across the room. And if you are right next to the sheet on the far side from the sun and you'll see the sun there, you can move all the way across the sheet and that sun will follow you same size all the way across. It will follow you all the way across. But you said a hundred miles away. But it doesn't matter. Jump that scale. That sheet is uh, a a thousand miles long uh, from north to south. It doesn't matter. The, The sun will follow you Um, And if I stayed at one end of the sheet... So is there two
1: sons then? Graham has
0: a different son than I do? Like, does Calgary have a different son than Winnipeg? You're not listening. Um, (laughs) uh, The the light on the other side of the room is there. I'm standing on one side of the sheet, and I can see the sun on the sheet. And you're standing there right right with me. You see it, but then you walk across, and that sun's going to follow you, but my sun stays right where it is. Are there two sons? Are we both just seeing... The sun relative to our own position. That's a
1: sheet, though. Not I'm not driving for twelve hours straight. The atmosphere.
0: The atmosphere is a sheet. But you said a hundred miles. I don't care what a hundred miles, a thousand miles doesn't matter. Okay, it doesn't matter. So uh, again, as long as the Earth is flat, we can. uh, No, I don't care what shape the Earth is. I just know that it's not a spinning, a spinning ball it's been in okay. rock well let's get back ball. to
1: that because you just said you think it's 100 miles but i can drive well, he's just
2: he's just saying whatever okay. make okay. it for 100 miles okay. like it wasn't sp- supposed to be a specific thing it was yeah. just what well, he just made
1: okay you know,
2: a general statement
1: okay so you so you know, well, at the beginning didn't... of the show you had talked about how how the the temperature should change throughout the day as the sun rises and stuff like that if it was actually the angle that causes the seasons
0: Sure, so we're told that you know this is the Earth, it's tilted, and so when the sun is is um over here, the bottom of the Earth, the southern hemisphere, gets more direct sunlight, and it's spread out more up here, and that's why we get um winter. But then when we're tilted and the North is tilted towards the Sun, we get more direct light, okay? That little tilt is causing the difference between Arctic cold and tropical highs, um, which makes no sense at all because you have to remember that that's just one tilt. The earth is spinning. So in the helio nonsensical model. So at sunrise, the sun is one degree off the horizon. That's a, that's worse than a 34 degree tilt or a 66.6 degree tilt. I agree. Okay. it's worse so if that causes the seasons then every day at sunrise it should be winter so what about
1: about the fact that the sun tilts away for six months the earth tilts away for you know up to it's a six months one year cycle but it's tilting away for six months instead of like 12 hours so because i live in canada and like when we get up in the morning it's fucking minus 30 and if we're lucky when the sun comes up it'll go up a few degrees, but it's never warmer at, you know, it, that's kind of the cycle we see here.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to show you a, a, a little app here. Let me just see if I can see this. Um, so this is the sun. Is this going to get me kicked off of YouTube? No, this is my app. It's called the flat earth sun, moon, and Zodiac clock app. So if you see on, I have it going on a, on a very fast forward here. The sun is on the hour hand, and every time it goes around, that's a 24-hour clock. Wherever the sun is, it's it's 12 noon at that point, okay? So um, as it goes around and around, you see the outer yellow line mm-hmm. is the Tropic of Capricorn. And when it's over there, uh, that'll be December 21st. It'll be out there in the outer southern hemiplane uh, landmasses, Will have their summer and it'll be freezing in the inner northern hemiplane because the sun is farther away. But as time goes on, it will the sun uh, six months later will move will migrate all the way into the Tropic of Cancer, which is on the inner yellow circle. And then it'll be cold on those outer lands because the sun is farther away. And that's how the seasons are caused. Um, you're so can you about, show hey, me? This-
1: can you show me December twenty first on your app? Because sure, I want to see why sure.
0: my days are twice as long on, yeah, on, sure. on when your yeah, model. I like to that see visual
2: it. thing helps because I can't. I can't yeah,
0: because my head okay, look, 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 I, I can't stop it exactly on it. But here it is. Do you see how the light wraps around when the sun is out there? The light actually wraps around. Um, I say it's wrapping around the dome, but the the night and day on this is taken from time and date, so these are accurate. Uh, night and day. So, in the winter, in the northern winter, the southern summer, um, we have some very long days in the in the outer uh, lands. And then, if you if I bring so wait, it back go back in. there
1: for a second because right on that day, I, we should be having some of our our longest nights of the year. In what's
0: in where and what day? in Alberta, on December 21st? Alberta, Canada
1: should be our longest night of the year. We should only have like yeah. six hours of sunlight.
0: So. Let me, uh, let me, let me get it. So, and if you look at it, the, the, um, that inner shadow is keeping lots of the North in the dark. But in, when I'm looking at oh, your mom, yeah, know
2: yeah, yeah. you see that. See, if you look at where we are on the it's, North,
1: it's light yeah. just as much as it's dark.
0: No, not, not, not at all. No, and no, and no. by the way, no, this, put, this put is, it back up this, again, put it back up again. It's a little bit of a, hold on. It's, it's, uh, it's actually, there we go.
2: Like the closer you are to
1: yeah no no you are no no top. look
0: look at it. The closer you are to the middle, the more darkness you'll have. Again, the 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 accuracy that I can get on this, as far as the exact day and night, there's a lot of twilight in there. It's not dead on. It's just giving you a rough uh, rough estimate. But okay, these, now can but you show you're, me you're June? Can you me, show me on. June Don't 21st? Interrupt. You're questioning. It's my question, show. Sure. <laughs> you're you're questioning um, the day and night, which was dictated by time and date. These these are actual readings um no i'm i'm, I'm here, here, here using my real here, here life experience here we go this is close to so look, close now to on june 21st it's darker
1: for longer this thing makes zero sense no you're are you gonna not tell me that there's it. more
2: sunlight in that one grab can you yeah no there's like yeah. it looks like there's more of a shadow in that one right
1: so that
0: should be our longest day of the year in the northern hemisphere it, it's not it, it, it's it's actually closer to the equator um, I can't jump it out there. It only jumps three months uh, at a time. Like
1: just for a second, Dave. Like on so on June twenty first in my where where we live, it's like we'll get about eighteen hours a day of brightness. Seventeen I'm, for sure. And on December twenty you know, first, we get that in darkness. So your app is kind of the opposite. So so no, so no no. So yeah. here
0: I I stopped it right there. The date is uh, July sixth. Okay. Yeah, and if you look. That at that light area, it's actually uh, the it. uh, oh, jump back. It it actually um. It, the the like um. Uh, that's June twenty first. You know this is July, June sixth. June okay, 6. so close enough. That and, should and, be the longest. My yeah, longest. But, but but you can look. There's some areas that'll have ju- that have twenty four hours of sun. Yeah, that's right. You're having right. very long days. Look. Look at it. Look at the, the sun is, is encompassing the middle. Okay. So it is right. I, th- that's not the point of this app. This, this app is showing you actual readings, but this is how it works. Okay. Oh, it, it, okay. Can you, can you send me the link for that app? Yeah, absolutely. But if you just go on uh, um, the Google Play or Apple and just put in flat earth sun and it's a earth sun and moon clock. Um, it comes up. Um, also, listen, for for those listeners that are new, um, in the app, you have this right here. Every day there's a new video, and I guarantee if you watch this video um, each day for two weeks, uh, unfortunately, you'll become a flat earther, and there's nothing you can do about it.
2: All righty. So what are some of the other other things that are a little bit easier to follow besides the solar and the lunar stuff? Like I, you know, it's, it's, it's hard for me to wrap my head around the seasons and the fucking light and dark and all that. Like we've.
0: Here, here's the problem that. with, um, you know, did you, I could tell you guys that I'm a doctor, I'm an MD and I gave up my practice cause I don't like uh, allopathic medicine. And I could tell you a great story about it and you have two choices. You can go, okay. And your day's done. You have a new belief. And uh, you don't have to do any further work. um, Or you can question me, figure out where I live, figure out where I went to school, call a school, figure it out and find out I'm not an MD. Um, That takes effort. Finding the truth is is not as easy as believing a lie. A a belief is the enemy of knowing. Belief is easy and lazy. We live in a world of the Twitter mentality, 140 characters, and then people tune out. If you want to know the truth about where you live, it isn't an hour. It isn't five hours. It isn't five weeks. It is uh, constant researching um, and not with the bias of trying to prove the earth is flat. It's trying to find the truth. I don't want the earth to be flat. I don't want it to be anything. I just want to know the truth of who I am, where I am, what I am. And um, it, is, it, it is observably and obviously flat.
1: Interesting. How oh,
2: we got any questions from the chat?
1: Uh, we got yeah, one that asked, how, how does the chat. The, feel free? How do the jet streams work in the flat model?
0: How do jet streams work? So tell me this, did you know that, you know, so remember the earth is spinning at a thousand miles per hour. Okay. Um, from West to East, right. It's spinning to the East. Okay. That way, so we're, we're spinning to west and east. Did you know that the jet stream at 40,000 feet is going um, 200 miles an hour faster than the earth is spinning? It's outrunning the earth. And, and most people think, well, the jet stream is because the earth is spinning and it's making the jet stream. The, the, the winds are outrunning the rotation of the earth by a couple hundred miles an hour. That makes no sense in your model. We've also shown the jet stream where they show it dips down around and then it goes up and then it goes down. And we've seen that jet stream that zigzags up and down. Lay that jet stream out on a flat Earth map and it's a perfect circle. Okay. On a flat Earth map, we have inner winds going one way, we have outer winds going the other way. um, And it's a beautiful orchestration of perfect circles. On the helio nonsensical model, they're going up and down and curving. It, it's nonsense.
1: Okay, okay, but in that, so using that as an example, I just watched you bend and curve and twist the dark versus the light in your app
0: to make light fit your model. So, I mean, isn't no, that- No, 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 that, I didn't do that. I took that from actual readings, all right? I took that from actual readings uh, of where day and night are. Uh, I didn't make it up to fit the app. Oh, I no, I get the... that.
1: I get that those are actual readings, but how come? how come the darkness- is half of the earth at some times of the year, but and, it's, and only... how come it's
0: more, right? A lot of people yeah. look at that. Yeah. You no, know, I'm with you. And that, that was a perplexing one for me. A lot of people say, you know, the fact that, uh, um, that, because you that, get, uh,
1: you got a, you got a, you've got to concede that the, I mean, the sphere model does a pretty good job of explaining that.
0: No, absolutely not. I, I don't concede that at all. The, the flat earth, um, th- there's a video I'm trying to locate it on my channel. Um, where it shows light coming into a dome. It's called Day and Night on a Flat Earth Debunked on my channel. And basically, we show a uh, a um, simulated uh, dome. We, we just use a half-glass dome, and we shine a light on it, and we move the light from the outer track to the inner track, and it creates the exact same light patterns that we have uh, according to timeanddate.com. It's called uh, day and night. Can you make me a mod in your chat, and I could put links in for people to to look and save? Uh, who are you in my chat? I'm D I T R H. I'll uh, I I just put something in the chat. So if you make me a mod, I'll, I can share the links and people can watch them. Um, D I T R H. Oh, yeah, okay, don't do anything yeah. crazy.
1: These people get crazy in here.
0: <laughs> I'm just gonna put some. <laughs> listen, and, and again, if anyone that's just being introduced to flat Earth hears this for the first time and believes that the Earth is flat from what I'm saying, um, you you have a problem. You need to verify this stuff yourself. You need to test and verify um, all of this stuff yourself. So uh, what I'm putting in the chat now, uh, or in a couple seconds, is. Um, is the link to uh, day and night, day and night. There you go. So people save these links, open them up in other windows, whatever, watch them after the show and and put them in there. Another thing is that you'll have a, you know, telling people that the earth is flat is literally like taking the ball away from a child um, that doesn't want to let go of their beloved ball because it basically destroys everything that they've ever believed. And nobody likes that, uh, having the, the rug ripped out from under them. You know, it's easier to to uh, convince somebody of a lie than, than to convince them they've been lied, lied to. Well, yeah, but you know, we kind of like to
1: figure that kind of stuff out around here. You know, we go against the grain in a lot of ways.
0: Yeah. Well, but- that, that, y- here's the thing. I don't want anything to be true. I just want the truth. People say what about love. Um, people say, you know, oh, you just want it to speak conspiracy. You just want clicks. I don't want any of that. I want the truth. And when I discovered that the 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 greatest deception of all, um, the flat Earth is, is it really is life changing uh, on so many levels. And uh, once you understand how important it is, and that uh, it's how the elite keep us slaves. Um, then you'll understand why they're protecting this, uh, this, this deception.
1: So what can we do? Like we were going to do a thing and we had kind of joked about it a couple of years ago. We didn't take it seriously, but you know what? You've almost reinvigorated the gas. So what can we do? How can we
0: prove this motherfucker? Is it possible? Can we put up a balloon with a camera on it? Yeah, we've, we've done it. Go to, there's a YouTuber called Dan Dimensions. Watch him. He'll show you how day and night work. And Were you how- with
1: him, though? Like, I'm thinking, like, me and you meet up in fucking Arizona. We hook up yep. a big fucking balloon with a camera, and we hang out together for a few hours, and we see what this fucking thing sees.
0: Well, we, we've seen it. We've we sent up lots of balloons. I live on the East Coast. You personally um,
1: did that, though, or just watched videos of
0: them? Uh, no, I, I, other friends that I personally know have done it. The GloBusters team has done it. Uh, Iro Landucci has done it down in South America. Um, uh, there, there's many of us. Dan Dimensions, another flat earther, uh, is putting, it up, putting, putting up, uh, put tons of balloons up, um, and he is showing how day and night work, how day and night can be side by side. Um, where daylight and sunlight are two different things. The the sun is electric. We live in this electric magnetic world, I and agree the with sun that. Yeah, we're, is. We're on board we're, with that. Board yeah. With that. Yeah. yeah. So so getting to your long days. Um, you have these long days, but you don't see the sun the entire time. Um, Antarctica has twenty four hours of daylight. Lots of it's twilight, but they don't see the sun for twenty four hours because the sun is too far away. But the sun is electrifying the nitrogen, which is um, the majority of the atmosphere, which fluoresces blue. OK, so and uh, the way to prove that is the sun comes up on one side of my house. um, while It's still on the horizon. I could be on the other side of my house and read the newspaper. How is that light getting to me? It's electrifying. It's putting on the daylight in the sky. It's like um, a photographer. You have your main flash and you have your backlight lighting everything up if you just had a flash it would be like the blair witch project um so you have daylight and sunlight two different things
2: well now how is that how the moon works Too then, instead of it being a, it's more of a light source on its own from like a like a tesla coil from the sun is that what you believe well, well?
0: you know i personally believe that the moon is its own light and that it gets its power from the sun and uh the position of the sun to the moon does correlate to the areas of the moon that are, that are fluorescing for lack of a better word. Um, the, the moon, you know, we're told is a dusty, dirty rock. Um, we've seen the astronauts on there, which is just nonsense. Um, and, and, and we're to believe that from 238,000 miles away, the sun at 93 million miles away is lighting up that dirty, dusty rock that then that's reflecting to the earth so bright that we can read by it at night and it's casting shadows. Okay, and it's creating moonbeams through trees. Um, that's ridiculous. Okay, um, it, it, it and if you look at it, it's illuminated. A full moon is illuminated equally from end to end. If you light up with a single light source, any ball, there's a hot spot in the middle, and it fades out through the through the outside. Okay, that's not what we see. We go look at the full moon next time it's out there. It is its own light. Um, did you know that the sunlight puts a fire out where moonlight makes a fire burn bigger? There's a lot of, there's also a lot of people that say that and there's experiments uh, I'm still on the fence about it, but there, there's a lot of experiments that are really making me look that uh, when you're in the moonlight, it's colder than in the shadow uh, on the same evening. Um, there's lots of variations there, but the more I'm seeing more and more tests that are showing this um, again, I'm not saying that's a flat earth proof. I'm just saying it's very interesting uh, of what, what is going on, but I think it's an electric
1: universe proof maybe.
0: Well, sure. There's the electric universe group. They think that it's heliocentric, but um, they're a lot closer to the truth. uh, Knowing, knowing, um, you know, knowing that it, that's electromagnetic in nature. What causes precession in the flat model? Precession of what? The stars, the equinox. Yeah, I I don't really, uh, have you been around to see that? It, it, there, there, we're, we're told that, you know, the North Star wasn't always the North Star. And in 40,000 years, there's going to be another star that's the North Star. But we just happen to live in the time where the North Star is the North Star, you know, and it hasn't moved in all of recorded history. <laughs> well, we just see it, like it,
1: ancient monuments that are a little offline that would have probably been lined up ten uh, thousand years ago, twelve thousand years ago.
0: I, I, I don't agree with that at all. Um we, we don't we don't know we don't know what was lined up with what, but there there's still stuff that's lined up today. I mean a lot of people use the Stonehenge as uh um proof that we're flat and stationary because it's lined up with whatever starts lined up with. But do you know that Stonehenge was built in the nineteen fifties? Well, it was no, I didn't no, know. It's a fake. Know. It's complete fake. There's a YouTube, there's a channel, there's a video on my channel. Just search D-I-T-R-H Stonehenge fraud. Um, and I'll show, you the, I'll show you the actual video of it being constructed in the 1950s.
2: Wow. I don't think I've ever heard yeah. that one before.
0: Yeah, I thought I heard that they moved it. It doesn't matter. Whether it even if anymore. they moved it, even if they moved it, uh, that's not the story they're telling. They're telling that this is the, you know, it, it, it's a complete fake. It's it's total fakery. All of our history is, is a lie. Um, they say, you know, people have known the earth is flat for 500 years. Personally, I don't think we've known it for 150 years. In the late 19, 1850s, early 1900s, people still were teaching uh, flat earth and people were, were being persecuted in, uh, in, in the early 1900s for te- trying to teach heliocentrism.
2: Really? I thought that was, I thought that was like three or 400 years ago.
0: Well, that's what we're told. But uh, again, nobody knows what happened over 150 years ago. Um, there, there's, there's all sorts of stuff that went on in the 1850s, um, that, that blows us away. You know, all of these, these buildings that were built, you know, if you go to Boston, there's these architectural buildings that are, we'd have difficulty building today and we're supposed to believe the pilgrims built them. I mean, it makes no sense. Well, we're supposed to believe slaves
1: built the pyramids. And yeah. I, I would believe that a lot of our history is a lie. Um, yeah. I would agree with you there too. Uh, but yeah. I mean, I and, don't and, like the idea of just throwing out procession or saying, you know, we ha- can't, I don't, we can't see it. I'm not going
0: to answer procession because I don't know enough about it. There's, there's other guys that have done uh, the work on procession, but if you really want to find out about it, um, Tune in to the Glowbuster show on Sundays at 3 p.m. Eastern live um, and, and join the chat there. Throw in your questions. Uh, there, there, it's a three-hour, four-hour show that um, gets into all sorts of stuff. And if you really want to learn about the Flat Earth, that's one of many good places. Another great place, because YouTube is hiding the answers, is um, I take the best videos, you know, most of the best videos, and we put them on the Flat Earth Podcast Facebook page. Um, if you want to really learn about Flat Earth, just go to the Flat Earth posca- podcast, Facebook page or website um, and start going through the videos there. like if you're like, hey, what about eclipses? How do eclipses work or how does circumnavigation work? Just go there, scroll down scroll, find the one that says circumnavigation or eclipses and watch it. Um, want to talk about circumnavigation? Is that one proof that you guys think proves the ball? No, I don't care about circumnavigation I'm more I'd be more curious of
1: um... Well, like I said, procession was a, was one, another one would be probably like, why, why when we witness a lunar eclipse, the earth's shadow appears to be round? Is that just a joke? Like, like, so I could see if the, if the people in control are trying to convince us that the earth is round instead of flat for whatever reason, that's one thing. But if the, yeah. if the shadow of the earth is appearing to be round during an eclipse and the moon phases Circular. and everything, let me let me answer that one for you during eclipse. It, I mean, it, does that mean the creator is, is trying to trick us as well
0: or whatever, um, whatever created it, the universe, whatever they're trying so to. Uh, let me, let me, uh, let me answer this one for you. Um, we're all programmed as children by the bill lie, the scientist, uh, Neil, the ass Tyson and a uh, lying box. Um, these are the three figureheads they put out there to brainwash us. And the, we've been brainwashed to believe that only a sphere can cast a shadow of a, a sphere, no matter what angle it comes in from, on another sphere. And that's absolutely false, okay? Um, the, if you take a – and you can do this yourself – Get a ball, a basketball, and a tennis ball, or whatever, and a single source light, and move that ball. Eclipse, eclipse the other one with the light. A sphere making a shadow on another sphere starts off as a long ellipse. It morphs out, and then it leaves as a as a long ellipse. If you want to ca- cash a ca- cast a um, perfect curve like we see, you know, on the moon. You can do it with a straight edge. A straight edge will cache the sand. And, I'm, and I'm, I am not saying but that only that a works in the homeless round. I am not, sphere. hang on. I am not saying that a straight edge is causing the eclipse. Okay. Um, but a straight edge will, will create the closer to the shape that we see during the eclipse on a um, sphere, on a, on a sphere, on a sphere moon. Um, a straight edge blocking the light versus another sphere blocking the light. I thought the moon was a light. Hang on a second.
1: Okay, sorry.
0: I'm talking about the helio nonsensical model that you believe in. I'm using their examples showing you that they're telling you that only a ball can do it. Only a ball can't do it. Okay? A ball can't put a circular shadow uh, evenly as it passes over another ball. A straight edge can. but. I don't believe that it's the earth at all. There's been, there's uh, been over 50 documented eclipses called Seleninion eclipses where the sun and the moon are visible at the same time above opposite horizons during the eclipse. Okay. Oh, wow. And, and the, so that eliminates the earth from being part of it. Now, again, we're back up into the sky trying to prove the earth is flat. Um, also the shadow comes in from the top of the moon rather than the bottom. There's some people that say there is ways where optics can do that. I'm not going to disagree with that. Again, there's more, there's many different ways to, um, to, to show that. I, I've also have a, a couple of videos on my channel that show um, with a projected sun, how a moon can eclipse the sun and you can never see the moon. You know that nobody has ever seen the moon approach the sun for an eclipse or exit the sun. We only see it eclipse the sun and never from anywhere, from the space shuttle, from any point on earth, in any conditions, has anyone ever seen the moon approach or leave the sun. So is it really the moon that's doing it? I don't know the answer. How, but we're sure able to predict them pretty accurately. Yeah, well, guess what? Uh, you know that all of the eclipses come in eighteen plus or minus year cycles, um, and they're, they've been predicted for long before heli- heliocentrism was ever announced, was ever created. And uh, the um, the NASA uses one guy to tell them when all the eclipses are, and he uses the method that was used long before heliocentrism was ever was ever announced. Have you guys heard of the anti-Cathera mechanism? Yep. Okay, well, that thing predicts all of the eclipses and positions of the planets long before heliocentrism. Oh, wow!
2: Yeah, that's pretty old. That's a couple thousand years old. Yeah. Now.
0: So, what what's the main reason again?
2: Did we go over that about why you think that uh, or why the flat earthers, earthers think that this was all? Uh,
1: I mean, I think it's all a simulation. With. So,
2: like, why why are they doing this? Like, why why all the fakery on this?
0: Why are they hiding the the flat Earth? Yeah, control or. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's a thing called natural law where basically I'm not allowed to kill you, uh, get in your face. So basically, you have to not break your free will. And the, the elite know this and they, they cannot uh, break free will. So it, what they're doing is hiding the creator. They don't want us to know where we are. They don't want us to know that there's more land, most likely. They don't want us to know that we are um, the center of the universe, that we are special and powerful beings and they're basically keeping us in a low vibration of fear um thinking that we're an insignificant speck of dust in an infinite expanding universe uh flying out of control and we don't know who we are um if everybody woke up to the flat earth tomorrow morning that would be the end of the elite's control um what have i told you there was possibly hundreds of more continents out there i'd say you're more land you you would say i'm crazy but Again, we don't know what's beyond the shoreline of Antarctica that surrounds our world. We don't know what's in certain parts of our ocean that are uncharted. Um, Yeah, Antarctica
2: is a weird one. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I agree in a
2: lot of that stuff about the about the free will and the elite. I mean, they do. I mean, there's a lot of you know the low vibration, the fear. I mean, we're 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 kept in a constant state of fear, but.
0: Um. Fear takes away your power. Um, when you're, li- you know, you know uh, FDR said, the only think the fear is fear itself. That's the truest statement ever made. Uh, when you are living in fear, you lower your vibration and you can't create your reality. We live in this magical world where our thoughts create the world that we live in. And the elite are controlling our thoughts through media, uh, through, you know, education, fake, uh, uh, the, uh, the indoctrination system. I mean, think about it. You're the elite. And you're in charge of what goes into textbooks, what's taught in all the universities and all the public schools. Um, And you can teach people stuff that would empower them and they make them one day question your power, or you can teach them what will make them perfect little government slaves. What are you going to do? Okay. I Uh, agree with all that too. They they underfund schools. So schools can't buy their own, uh, you know, they can barely afford anything. And then they sell them textbooks below cost. So nobody you know, that like, Hey, I got an idea. I'm going to write a real textbook. I'm going to print it and I'm going to sell it to the schools. Well, guess what? I'd have to sell it for 10 cents on the dollar uh, in order for the schools to be able to afford it. And who's going to do that? Well,
1: they better be careful Um, because if too many of us start believing the world's round, it might turn round.
0: belief is the enemy of knowing. Okay. It's not about believing anything. It's about knowing you guys believe a lot of things. I used to believe a lot of things. Um, some people somebody mentioned uh, a while back in chat uh, about extraterrestrials or aliens, I think they said. Um, I believe that there are extraterrestrials. they uh, the words have meaning extra territory, extra land, extra terra, extraterrestrials. those are people that live on the extra land, perhaps beyond Antarctica, perhaps uh, in other parts of the oceans. Um, and they're they're here you know there there I, there's a video on my channel called the outward flow of civilizations with myself and sophia smallstorm um i uh, uh, anybody who wants to look into how civilization flows outwards um it's a, again it's not proven but it, there's a lot of evidence leading towards it um that there are other lands uh, beyond the shoreline of antarctica
1: we should go. We should send Graham. Yeah, we were going to send
0: Graham on the Antarctica fucking yeah.
1: skiing expedition, but yeah. it's like two months long.
0: Here, here's the flat earth map. Here's the North pole. Yeah. Okay. In the center, you put a compass on here. The compass is going to point the North pole. So if I want to go West, I'm going to go West, but I got a West is a circle. Um, and West is a circle on the ball earth. Uh, any straight line on this map from anywhere is South. You know, like I'm going here, this is North. Well, guess what? I'm going South now. I'm going, I'm going west, I'm going south. Every straight line is south, and that is true on a ball earth or a flat earth. Um, that is true in our world, and uh, it, it actually doesn't work on a flat earth. Okay, I mean, on a ball earth in the southern hemisphere, because a straight line should head north. north. No, it does, no, it doesn't even work. It doesn't even work. On a, I, I said that wrong. It, it's a fact, you know, when people say, well, wait a minute on a flat earth, you have to constantly correct to the North, uh, to maintain your heading. That is true on a ball earth too. And the, and, and the way I explain this to people, what if you're, you are one mile from the North pole on a ball. Okay. You're on a ball earth, one mile from the North pole, and you want to go West, but you get your compass out. It's pointing that one mile towards the North, Well, you got to make a circle around that North. Right to maintain west, and 3.14 miles later, you're back to where you started from, and that, and you just keep doing that. The farther, the bigger that circle gets on the uh, on it. So you're constantly turning right on a ball and on a flat Earth. It doesn't prove either. It just proves that you have to correct to the north when you're trying to go uh, dead wrecking east or dead and west. Yeah. Or you'd be. Uh, it seems like you'd be always correct into the north, no matter where you went, to some degree. Correct. Except in the southern uh, on a uh, south of the equator on a ball, you'd have to correct to the south um, to, to maintain your heading on a ball. But that's not what happens. We've had ships captains on Mark Sargent's show. He does a show called Strange World on uh, Truth Frequency Radio. Um, and he's had uh, Navy ship captains talk about when they're trying to dead wreck in east or west um, in the southern oceans, they constantly have to correct to the north. It's a minor correction that you wouldn't even notice. But when they let the ship run for a long period of time, they notice that they have to correct to the north. And they could write it off to wind, current wind and, and, and water currents. But uh, when they go in the other direction, they still have to correct to the north. And it's not you know turning them a, a different way. So that's because the Earth is flat and you're going around a, center, a magnetic center point.
2: And if you were on a globe, you'd be correct, correcting to the south, yeah.
0: You would have to correct to yeah. the south, but that does not happen. Huh. Also, you know, seasons prove the, the earth is not a ball because at equal degrees north and equal degrees south, you would have the same weather. But if you look at like 60 degrees north, we have polar bears, we have hundreds of different kinds of plants and animals in life, 60 degrees south, or, or, or I forget the exact number, but any, uh, it, there's nothing. There's nothing there. You know, maybe a couple penguins, any farther, there's nothing. You can't grow a toothpick there. Um, there it's because you, you have a completely different um, a different system because the sun comes and goes away. As in the north, it goes around and it never gets far enough from you. In the north, uh, there's a, a, we call it Crow's Law, Crow 777 Radio. This is Crow 777 Radio, one of the best podcasts out there if you really want to wake up. Um he calls we had it him Crow's on Yeah, Crow's Law is anything that's interesting can and will be filmed in high def. Well, guess what? The 24-hour sun has been filmed in high def in Norway and Alaska countless times. We've had our own uh, flat earthers go up and do it. It's been done. You can call hotels up there. And they're like, yeah, you know, between these dates, the sun never sets. Um, Never, ever has it been filmed in the south. There's four videos of the 24-hour sun, but anybody with an adult mind that watches them can see that they are fake beyond belief. Huh. So, what about the 24-hour night? 24-hour night's easy. Look at look, again. Look when when the, the sun is going around, uh, and when it's out here over Capricorn, it gets, once it's a certain distance away, bam, it goes away, and it's, it's never close enough to the inner. Um, the inner land. So when it's out here, it never rises. So if you're on, on, uh, on the flat earth and you're at the North pole, you're going to have six months of daylight and six months of dark. It's going to be one. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, it does work like that. If you're you're exactly
1: at the 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 North extremes, you get, you get, you get about a month of each at the extremes it's not no six no no, but
0: no one's at the north Pole. You know, again, the North Pole is another hidden land. no one's allowed to go there. We were all shown the National Geographic video of the four explorers that went to the North Pole with their dog sled and they're freezing they got ice in their beards, their dogs are freezing to death they're they're running out of food and then they finally get there and it's it's blowing one hundred and forty miles an hour. You know the wind is crazy it, it's freezing. The cameramen are freezing. And uh, they're like, hey, we're here, you know, and then they have to get back. And basically what that is, is a propaganda piece to make people say, I never want to go to the North Pole because. (laughs) So you think it's dark for six months straight at the North Pole and light for six months? No, I actually think that the North Pole is a whole nother world that we we don't have access to.
2: No, but let's say the northernmost point of access then.
0: Yeah well uh, again uh, unspeculating let's talk about a very northern part of Alaska. Yeah. Um we know that the sun doesn't rise for 3 4 months at a time. Um that's because it's too far away. It's it's out it's uh it's in the outer southern uh hemiplane and and it never gets close enough to rise due to perspective. The sun is local to the earth um and it never gets close enough uh, during you know December January February to light up the, light up the, um, the inner Northern area. Huh? I enough to get that app and play around on that. But yeah. 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 We appreciate the, you know coming what, uh, on. Um, the flat earth sun and moon clock app, get it, watch the videos, play with it. Oh, another thing it does, um, with, which you, you guys will like is, is it has, um, let me, uh, see where we are here. It, has, it can also show you the Zodiac. So it shows you how the sun is. You can see right now that the sun is in Pisces. Mm-hmm. Let me slow it down. Um, the, sun, the sun is in Pisces. And after, you know, it, we're halfway through Pisces. So another couple of weeks, it'll start moving into the next constellation. And it'll show you how over the course of a year, the, those constellations will precess Um, and outrun the sun by a full circle every 365 days. So What what day is that on right now? Right now, the date is today. Uh, It's um, March 7th. Right Um, on. uh, Because I got it going fast forward. So we're at March 7th. We're in the middle of Pisces. We're going to go from Pisces into Taurus. I believe that's Taurus that's coming up next. Um, And that outruns, that precesses, over the sun over you know, the course of uh, 30 days or whatever each cycle is and it'll move, it'll move through. Right on. Well, I'm going to download that and we'll play with that for sure. Well, thanks for coming yeah. on the show, Dave. All right, guys, listen um, again, I've thrown some ideas out there for you to think about, uh, you know, to uh, you don't know what to look for unless you know, if there's a question. Okay. So now you've got some questions. Um, and and if, for those of you that are new, go to the Facebook page, The Flat Earth Sun and Moon. Cla- uh, that's no, that's the name of the thing. The, the Flat Earth Podcast. And check out our videos. Near the top of the list, there's two longer must-see videos. The first one is A Stranger's Guide to Flat Earth 21 Questions. It'll answer your first beginner 21 questions in two or three minutes per question. And then it's uh, Marty Leeds uh, has... Uh, the flat earth, the ultimate litmus test. Uh, it's about an hour and 15 minutes and that one will really fire up some thoughts in your head. And then then you'll have a good foundation to ask intelligent questions and try to figure out, um, figure out what's going on. Yeah. But, uh, but again, try to stay out of the sky because we don't have access there and there's too many answers, you know, all the planets around and we're, we're the only flat disc. Well, I don't believe in planets. You know, the only pictures of Rocky planets that we've seen come from NASA and Disney. Disney is the more credible source. Um, it, it's also like saying, you know, Hey, all the pool balls on our table are round, So therefore the pool table must be round. It, it's not an argument. It's a, uh, it's uh, it's an observation that you can't verify. Um, and, and that's, uh, that's, that's really not a good way to go prove it. We can see too far water lays flat. Uh, you can't have high pressure next to low pressure without a container and, uh,
2: stay away from the Flat Earth society. Cause they're disinformation, uh, it,
0: it, right? Absolutely. None of us believe anything that, that goes on in there. That's pure disinformation. Um, the they, flat earth podcast.com for the yeah. greatest videos, not all my videos and D I T R H my YouTube channel, has uh, lots of three four five minute two minute one minute videos okay um go, go through some of those uh you know but a warning my uh my two minute videos are a uh gateway drug to hour and two hour videos righty. so
2: does the flatter society have more extreme like what what's the, the disinformation that they're putting out mainly
0: oh they they say sue so I, I don't even know i don't go there but uh one of the things that the big thing they put out there they first they have the disk you know the turn up floating in space you know where it's a Flat Earth Floating in Space uh, as their logo. Um, they say that gravity is caused, flat earthers believe that gravity is caused the Earth rising 9.8 meters per second, and that creates gravity. That's nonsense. The Earth does not move. Um, and uh, that's it. There's, there's, there's so much information out there proving the flat Earth. There's zero Proof of the ball Earth. You know, uh, when people say, oh, there's, there's tons of proof of the ball and none of the flat, that's the opposite of the truth. Ask them for one proof. And, the, and, and, if, they, and if it's a picture, um, show us the specific picture because NASA even admits that they don't have any real pictures of Earth. They're all Photoshopped CGI constructs. There you
1: have it. Right on. Well, yeah. maybe we'll go to fucking the
0: edge of the atmosphere together with the balloon, Dave. Hey, one more, one more video. People, when people ask about Antarctica, um, you know, they'll say, why don't there's thousands of people that go there every year. There are, you can get a little tour, it costs you five to 15 or $20,000 to go there for a couple of days, get a little tour of the edge. Um, but they will never let you explore on your own, uh, company. They'll bring you to a pole stuck in the ground and tell you that it's the South pole, but it's not, a, it's not, it's just a pole stuck in the ground. Um, you can, uh, there, there's a video called uh, "The um, Sorry, Antarctica is Closed by Taboo Conspiracy. It's on our Facebook page. It's on, uh, if you can find it on his page. It, YouTube's hidden his page if you search for it. But uh, Sorry, Antarctica is Closed by Taboo Conspiracy. Um, that one, he, there's hundreds and hundreds of hours of research. And in 35 minutes or 40 minutes, he uh, shows you clearly why you cannot explore Antarctica, even if they allowed you to. It would be uh, near impossible.
1: Well, I've bought your app. All right. So if nothing else, you sold an app. That, that's, that's why I'm
0: in it for the money. That's it. <laughs> um, and, and that we'll Antarctica, Antarctica thing
2: is, is a deep rabbit hole, Antarctica. Itself. Oh, we do shows on I
0: mean, Antarctica as well. I mean, it, we think. There's something
2: funky going yeah, on Yeah, we,
1: there we sure. tend to go to this, like an ancient civilization under the ice. And there's a few pyramids down there. And there's some pole shift shit going on.
0: Hey, let me give another. Well, polls can't uh,
1: shift on a flat <clears throat> Earth, can they?
0: Verit not not Project Veritas, but <clears throat> Veritas Radio. The, um, it's a it's a an amazing weekly podcast. And a couple weeks ago, they did a piece on uh, the cube in Antarctica. Amazing, yeah. okay, amazing. Blow, it, it fits right in with your ancient, you know, your civilization down there, your advanced civilization. Why are all the elite going to Antarctica? You know they're all making they're all running down there. Yeah, something's going on. You know, yeah. I, I I think that the the you know the advanced, there's an advanced civilization living down there. That's just my opinion. Um, and maybe those are the true controllers of our world that are keeping us slaves. Yeah. Maybe. Again, people feel powerless when the, when they start realizing all of this stuff is going on. They're like, ah, oh, what can I do anyway? I still have to go to work. Well, guess what? When you say no. That is a powerful statement. Um, And when you allow them to tell you what they're doing and then don't say no, you're saying yes. By saying no, I do not consent and being aware of what's going on, you will gain your power back and you will take your power away from the elite. And we only need a small percentage of the world to do that to completely depower the control system that is now in place.
1: Right on, well said. Excellent. Well, if nothing else, we got a good... Fight going in the chats tonight. Definitely a polarizing. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Such troll, trolls follow me everywhere. There seems so. to
1: be a troll army that follows you around.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's only a couple guys, a couple idiots. Um, you know, the, the couple guys that don't like their ball taken away. I don't like to say that people are government paid chills. I just think they're idiots.
1: Well, I don't like anyone coming near my balls either, unless it's my wife.
0: <laughs> no, but don't take my yeah. balls away. Right, right guys, on Dave. Like it's balls. been a
1: blast. Thanks, Thanks for buddy. coming on the show. Thanks, Thanks for being all such right. a good, good uh, sport about it all. All
0: and, right, and uh, uh, best of this luck. This is this is Anunnaki. Oh, okay, nice. long before I realized that the Earth was flat.
2: <laughs> awesome. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> okay, right. Dave. Okay, see you later. Ciao, you guys. And that was our chat with David Weiss.
1: What'd you think, buddy? Are you wow, back in on the thing? That was a doozy. It was fun. If nothing else, I mean, I'm not, I'm not sold. No, I'm obviously not. I'm not. not, I'm not close to sold. I, and you know what? I, it. It's kind of get I th- a
2: little irritated there. I don't think I've ever seen you so... Uh,
1: Twice in one night.
2: Yeah, irritated about... Uh, well, I just... You know, you're just like, I you're, get, you're, a couple times you're missing his point in a way. Like, he wasn't trying to be exact. You're like, what you, 100 miles. Like, Well, I think he, the problem is
1: I think you need to be somewhat exact if you're going to start talking. Like no, you, no, but he, You it can't use that. crazy analogies like the earth is this far away or... A hundred, that's why I Because, because, because right scale, away right? I'm just I was like, okay. I thinking is that
2: the scale? That's not the scale, so... It can't but work. But he was going... He wasn't, that wasn't the, his point. His point was, if you take it that far away, like if it's covering your whole view and mm-hmm. then you take it eight, 80 times away or whatever. But I, you know, those are, those are, those analogies are hard for me to follow. Are you back on the gasa? No, man, I don't, I, this is our show. We done it.
1: If it's stumble,
2: it. if we stumble across it, I mean, look. Alex Jones is going to pay for Eddie Bravo's trip to do that. Oh, yeah, so that's right. If Alex, if Alex Jones, guys, if like, they
1: flip Alex Jones, I'm in. If they,
2: Yeah, exactly. If
1: Eddie yeah. flips Alex Jones, yeah. then I'll say it's in.
2: Yeah, it's... Anyway. I, I, I'm not ready for this one. I'm not ready for the flat earth. It's too big of a conspiracy.
1: It's too much for you?
2: Too much. It hurts With the you? space and the planets and, you know...
1: Anyway, huge thanks to Dave for coming so on the show.
2: What happens in our CE5 events when we're out there in the middle looking up at the stars or, or the lights? Maybe they're not stars. So how, how do you explain manifesting sightings in the flat Earth model? It's permanent? Like it's still well, I mean, that, beings in the that, I mean,
1: I agree with him on a bunch of points there, right? Like I agree with certain things he said, like certain levels of control, and I do believe that there's an active thing to take away our power. Yeah. I do believe humans are able yeah. to, um, are able to
2: manifest their destiny,
1: manifest um, their destiny, and do different things like that. But um, I don't know about that far down the rabbit yeah. hole. Anyway, yeah. big thanks for Dave for coming on, hanging out with us. Um, yeah, check out his stuff. Check out his show. Thanks I'll put a link to, all, links to st- all those videos and the show. all those
2: things in the show notes. He's very good at uh, giving other people props.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We'll check all that stuff out, and uh, um, support are you the show. The chats, or yeah, are you I'm just it? looking at the chats are blowing up on this one. People calling each other liars. Dave's deleting those ones now. Oh boy. Anyway. Pandemonium in the chats. That's why you get to check out the live show once in a while. It gets crazy in there. Yeah, exactly. We got a troll army to send it on our fucking YouTube chats. Anyway, grabmericaca slash support. Send us the money to start the new YouTube channel since they burned this one down. Uh, We do need support. Honestly, it's fun to do these kind of shows without any ads or any nonsense like that. We do want to be able to keep doing whatever the fuck we want to do whenever we want to. So, we can't do that without your support, slash support uh, Aside from that, do everything else in the show notes, review the show, share the show, share the show, send and, emails uh,
2: in, emails, stories, and sightings and stuff, graham at grammarica.com. Leave a voicemail, 403-702-6083.
1: That's right. And put a one in front of that. Most of all, be fucking kind to each other. Stop fighting in the chats. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And we will see you next week. Two,
4: three, two, two, three, three, two. You're fussing, you're fighting when you come around. Won't be enough. Come on and get me. I'm homesick and I'm bored. Drops, and she falls and the creeps and the crawls of the night on a wrong turn
3: Just
2: I wasn't really touching them very much, but I, every time I listen to some of that, I learned quite a bit. I think a lot of uh, organizations back then engineering us, engineering us, she was invaded, engineered. Yeah, you look a little engineered, yeah. I look a little engineered. Yeah.